Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spin Posh Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan Slawinski. And I'm Bartek. Bartek? Bartek whom? Bartek, your friend. Oh, you're my, you're my friend? We're just, we're just Have co-hosts, okay? We're not friends. Are you just here for the paycheck? I'm just here for that big fat money, you know, and the groupies, the podcast groupies. You know what oh. I'm talking about? Those, those spit and polish fans. You know, you know why they, you know, you know they know why we're called spit and polish. Oh, is it because we're always spitting? And we're both Polish, of course. I mean, there's no sexual innuendo needed for Wait, spit and Polish. We're both Polish. We are both Polish. Slowinski and uh, Bartek are very Polish names. If they were any other kind of nationality names, we would be called Spit and Dutch or something. I don't know. So but they're not. They're swallow Polish. Swallow in German. Is is that Dutch? I mean, it's the it's a different thing to spit. No, we'll still be spitting. Oh, well, okay, yeah. So, spitting is not exclusive to Polish, but we're Polish people who happen to also spit. Yeah, you know, because that's how words are formed with saliva. Mm-hmm. Saliva. <sighs> yeah, lovely, lovely saliva. So, what we do on this show is uh, on Unappreciated Masterpieces, Bartek, is, in case you didn't know... Are you asking me or are you telling I'm me? I'm telling you. <laughs> Your like, inflection <laughs> is confusing me. No, no, my inflection is, it's like you don't know, okay? Like, okay. what are we doing in this show, Bartek? Like, you're not too sure, I can what? hear, is we do feature-length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve them, but that's where we differ. We say, hey... Wait, they we, do. You and I differ. Well, we the, oh, the we, royal, we together the to royal we, the oh, royal we, the European we, we we. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was la- I'm still laughing at royal we. <laughs> it's it's when the queen, the queen pees. Yeah. Um, we say no. These movies deserve more attention because at the end of the day, they are pieces of art and entertainment. A brave soul had an idea one day, and they took that idea, and they shared it with the world. And the world didn't reject it necessarily, but they didn't accept it either. And that's just tragic, you know. That is, that's the kind of stuff that they would have spoken about in Greek fables. Yeah, they're like, who the hell do you think you are, John Hughes? I don't know who John Hughes is, but I'm sure we're going to get into who that man is. Bartek, we're going to be covering a, a film today. A film of an emotional resonancy for everyone involved. I don't know what it is, though. What is the film? What is the unappreciated masterpiece? So while you were talking, I got a phone call from that John Hughes guy, and he was telling me, don't you forget about me. I can't. So I said, okay. I will forget. I don't know who he is. Okay. So I think he likes the Breakfast Club. I don't know. Breakfast is a club food? Great. Yeah. So <clears throat> what's the film? Uh, the film that I will read off... Of my piece of paper because it's a very complicated title. It's a right? Polish piece I, of I'm paper. I'm reading it by lighting. I had to one light half 16 of candles around so yeah, I could read it. One half of the paper's white, the other half's red, you know. By the way, audience, I hope you're getting all my John Hughes references. I don't know who John Hughes is. So Fair enough. I do not get the reference. That's some weird... Si- Did he make weird science? Whoa, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hold on to that. <laughs> that will be a thing for the end. <laughs> oh, okay. Shit, I, I'm good at predicting this stuff, aren't I? Um, the film that we are doing today is Drill, uh, Drillbit Taylor Ochrodniaz Amator. Ah, that classic Polish language that I don't understand. I, I don't speak Polish, Bartek. Why are you doing this to me? Because... Uh, you, you asked me before the. Wait, could you read it again? Maybe I'll nail it this time. <clears throat> okay, don't don't worry about the first two words. They don't. Okay, matter. I don't want to know. Drillbit Taylor, Ochroniaj Amator. 
You mean the John Hughes classic Drobin Taylor? Yes! Yes, <laughs> Ryan! I don't know what the Polish is. Ochronyaz <laughs> Amator means amateur bodyguard. <laughs> Apt title. But we need an That's amateur... What the Polish do. We need an amateur guest. Yeah. <laughs> Who could that guest be? Ladies and gentlemen, joining us once again on the show, the man whose last name only has one L, Nathan Malloy. Yeah, the royal wee-wee. I noticed you were summarising my character before you introduced me. Is that what all that royal ha-ha was for? It is the Queen of England herself. Oh, jolly good. <laughs> jolly good. Jolly good. The Queen oh, the, of the England. Queen uses British slang. Oh, I'm quite right. You know the Queen, she's always down with the kids. Also, I think she just had an Irish accent for a second. <laughs> well, Northern Ireland, as well, we've learned in previous you know, episodes, she in ta- the UK. When she takes over land, she has to t- pick up the dialect. It's just part of the job. But in a previous episode, of the show, I can't remember which, we had to teach Bartek that Northern Ireland was in fact in the UK, not all of I Ireland th- was in the UK. Yeah. I think it might have been Centurions too, because I think Lauren was there. No? Uh, it was recenter. Yeah, it feels more recent. Recenter. What a great use of the English language from the Queen. Now, Queenie Molloy, oh, as in right. Mick Molloy's son. Oh, quite right. I didn't want to brag about it, but we do have a famous celebrity son here, the Queen of England. I, I mean, he'll deny it as much as he can, <laughs> but the name is there, so clearly it must the be true. We have a it son must of a be Mick Molloy. Yeah, yeah, it must be true. <laughs> because how do you spell it? No one knows. No one so, knows. So, you guys, Molloy, Bartek, and myself, were all lucky to do the film Drillbit Taylor, which came out in what year? 2008, I believe. Ah, uh, what a simple time to be alive. 2008. Obama's got into the president. Yes, we can, and look at where we are now. A simpler time. <laughs> yeah. So whether, simpler president. Is is today the simpler time? Can I just I love the fact that the two highlights of that year <laughs> was this film and Obama becoming president. <laughs> well, Nothing else happened. I don't want to. I don't want to name names. Financial crisis. No, 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 I don't want to name names, but one helped the other. Oh. And I think you know which way round. Nope. Drillbit Taylor exactly. helped him Meet Obama get the presidency. Yeah, yeah, everything was being filmed in 2008, including us doing this recording. That's right, we're doing it in 2008. Yeah. Who guessed? Whoa, Obama's wow. still president. Whoa, I'm still using a disc command. Hey, wouldn't it be silly if <laughs> Trump became president? <laughs> he wouldn't even run. Oh, I'd be upset. You're crazy. What's next? Kanye running? Jesus. No, The Rock running. Hey. Hey, are we 15 hey, I again respect, or we I just res- time travel? Oh, sorry. Hey, I respect The Rock. I don't know why I sound like that in 15. <laughs> Mickey Mouse? It's me, Luigi. <laughs> Give me all your money. <laughs> so, guys... Get your copy of Drillbit Taylor, which is still in cinemas according to our timeline, ready. Because I imagine you all have a legal copy ready because Drillbit Taylor isn't just a film, but an experience. So get it ready because we're going to do, I'm going to do a countdown and when I say play, you're going to press play and you're going to be hopefully synced up with us. Right, you should say a word other than play then when they play. It's like, I didn't say play yet, guys. Ah, uh, yeah. We're going to do a countdown? Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to do it from three. Okay, so here we should go. We do it from three or forty? 43, 43, 42, 41. 40 seconds later. 40 seconds later. Three, oh, no, started. Okay. two, one, Go. play.
I said play, and you said go. Now the audience is completely lost at where we're The audience we're like, at. wait, did Ryan say go or play? Because if you said go, I can't do it. And we are, Lloyd said play, I still can't do it because I have to wait for Ryan. We're glorious play. amount of 12 seconds. So Paramount, in, it's like Pootie Tang all over again. I still uh, love this logo. I don't know why. I went to see a movie recently. I don't want to name names of movies that I saw recently in the year 2008. But Hancock? I s- was that 2008? Yeah. No, no. In in real world, I saw a movie recently. It was a TriStar movie. And the horse is different. They've, like, animated the horse. And it's terrifying. I don't like it. I don't like new things. Did, did the horse tell you to turn off your mobile phone or something, at least? The horse luckily said to me, Hey, Ryan, in Drillbit Taylor, you'll have a main character named after you. And I'm glad. Your T-Dog. I am T-Dog in this episode. Mm. Now, I'm going to go straight off the bat in my history of the movie, which is I have no history. I heard of the movie and I said, we got to do this for the show. And when I started, I'm like, hey, that guy's name's Ryan. Why does he want to change it to T-Dog? And by the way, our dog is still good. You know, just saying. And I'm very proud because this movie proved to me that I'm our dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, T-Dog. Because not only does this kid have curly hair, and his name's Ryan, but later on he wears a shirt that I owned at that age, which is a picture from a shirt from South Park. Oh, the throwing up? Throwing, Stan, is it? Throwing yeah, up on, on, Wendy. on Wendy's face. I had that exact shirt, that exact shirt. Well, you know that... This film has actually a bio. Pl- no, really? That shirt was a common occurrence enough that two people from two completely separate countries had the same shirt? But we uh, should... Yeah. I look, hold wow. on, I looked up... It's actually kind of crazy. I looked up his actor. He was born in 1993, Ryan. Fuck, it's me. Yeah. I, I think you might be a month or so Can I just older? say I'm jealous of this child? Yeah, How, this, this he, grown man, yeah. Well, it's more you the child John, being yelled at. You mean but, John Lennon? Yeah, look how much this room is like a spaceship. Huge. Hey, you what, you didn't have a room growing up? I had a room growing up. Not like I, three rooms big. Oh, uh, my room was pretty big. Is I mean, your if, room this? If you're in the... <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm jealous of somebody. Now, this is... This is Nathan's room here. Yeah. Nathan is, in fact, not Owen Wilson. It said not, there's a British flag over the top. See, no. that bit is we couldn't put yeah, it in. The yeah, yeah. No, it's the real difference. What we don't know is um, our friend here is actually Danny McBride's character <laughs> in the film. Hey, Bart, another Danny McBride film you've seen now. When we started this, uh, before we started this, Bartek messaged me about Joe Bit Taylor saying like, oh... Oh, like a uh, previous, like a previous movie star from the show is in the movie, and I'm like, there's fucking three or four of them at mm. least, and I just replied with the best one I could, which is, you're right, Stephen Root, what a hero. <laughs> He's such a pathetic fat loser in Bartek's eyes in in previous movies. Did I say that about the actor or the character though? You just said, hey, look at this pathetic fat guy. And I'm like, how dare you say that about Stephen Root, the voice of Mr. Dotrieve. To be fair, he's... just call him Bill Ryan. <laughs> no, no, because his last name's too good. Okay. And they're always, and I always think of the episodes of King of the Hill where he's teamed up with, um, what's her name? Luann? Yeah. Luann? Probably, that's a name. And she's like, Mr. Dotrieve. And I'm like, yeah. So this is my history of the movie. I have now seen it and I liked it. Because I got to see Owen Wilson's butt. Yes. Yeah, so Is people, it actually his butt? People though? not watching along, Ryan said that as we see naked Owen Wilson from behind and his behind. Bartek, what's your history with this film? I saw it in the cinema with my friend and his family. Which friend? His name is Morgan. Should we have had him on the show? 
I haven't seen him in a long time. Is that because of this? Would have reunited. <laughs> <laughs> this would have reunited you. You would have like, hey Morgan, I know it's been a long time no here, but you know, Drobit Taylor is like, of course, that was a bonding moment. Yeah. You want to bond over it again? Yeah, sure. It's when I start and ended my yeah, diary. Sh- yeah, sure. Look, champ, kind from Anchorman's in this movie. <laughs> Um, I would love to bond with you again, Morgan. And literally, we know it's Morgan Freeman. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Bartek, I'm a bit busy these days. Yes, white skin, fair hair, that's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, he does have fair hair. The plastic surgery is pretty good. Wait, these does days. fair mean. No, I was thinking blondy, whitish kind of fair. Well, his mistake. hair's getting whiter. Oh. Morgan Freeman, he's getting old. Maybe he time traveled just like us. Do you think, like, the hair sucked up all the white? So, look, look, you're... Look at this brilliant. Did you like the film when you saw it in the cinema? Did I, you cheer? Did you cry? I remember walking out being happy. And that's exactly how I felt walking in and out of this movie. What about you, Nathan Malloy? Your history with the film? My history of the film is I had no idea about this film even existing until yesterday. But I do love the fact in this film is it combines five or six different ideas of a film into one big film. It's Isn't that what a film is? Yeah, but a film's normally a basic beginning, a basic middle, a basic end. This so film, you're saying this is a supreme beginning, a supreme middle, and a supreme I'd say end. this is a supreme beginning, about 26 middles, and then an end that just mwah, finishes up the pie perfectly. Also, Ryan, sometimes you have to consider that just because some things have a simple structure, like that was three elements, maybe there are other elements that we haven't even thought of that this film has mm, been used. Like, this sequence here really reminded me of Seth Rogen's previous outing on our show, The Guilt Trip. This woman looks a lot she like did. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. He is obviously a young Seth Rogen stand-in. Is this the prequel to The Guilt Trip? Like, is this uh, them? And like They clearly do have that kind of like Jersey Jew kind of... Uh, wow, yeah, the like Jersey accent. Jew accent. <laughs> the classic stereotype that everyone knows about. You know the Jersey boys? Oh, yeah. I mean, it did sound... Step aside, Broadway, you ain't got a new <laughs> musical. It, it did sound kind of funny. <laughs> the, 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 the Jersey Jews. I, it sounded kind of funny saying Jersey Jew, but like, it, it is a thing. It's a Jew. <laughs> but you never hear about the Jersey. Yeah, it's like the most unheard of stereotype I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, wait, I do like... Yeah, South Park didn't have one. Can I just praise this movie? I like this setup here. It actually was yeah. a little bit of a twist for me that came later in the movie that this woman uh, actually is... Uh, Josh Petsman? Also, this setup here. Yeah. Can I get straight into this? Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. I call this kid Bus Kid, right? Mm. Now, from what I can gather, this kid is a friend of this kid from primary school or whatever equivalent it yeah. is. And now they're going to make elementary it... School. Elementary school. or whatever. <laughs> and they're going to separate now like the on needles. the bus. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Later on, there's a scene yeah. in which a kid's being shoved into a locker. Yeah. And they save this kid and this kid becomes their friend. I spent a very long time in this movie thinking that that kid was this kid. And I'm like, that's not the same. That's not Bus Kid. Yeah. Where's Bus Kid? And then okay. Bus Kid appears later as a jock in their level. So like, yeah, their like year dick. level, he's their, their jock version. Like, he's filming him. He became him. cool. He became cool. Yeah. And I was actually like this. I miss Bus Kid, you know? Like, I really... Like, You've no changed, offense. man. I really 
didn't mind the kid that they got whose name's Emmett. Yes. He was fine. I will go into him quite thoroughly, but I like this... Hey, I yeah. really liked this boss kid, you know? This boss kid had the right amount of charisma and charm, and yeah. he's in few scenes, but I remember him, and that's the talent of an actor. Yeah, I really hope his career gets off the ground and he goes def- places. He's definitely yeah. one of the most aloof characters in the film. And I really thought he was the, one of the main three characters for a little bit. And I'm like, eh, this kid doesn't look like the boss kid as much. Maybe he's grown during the shoot. I mean, doesn't that just say it's a pretty solid actor? If the very few scenes he's in, he takes the scene away. No. I didn't look up uh, bus kids' uh, <sighs> actor's age, but I know that Emmett is a fair amount of months older than Ryan. Fuck. Both I... Ryans, in fact. Is there any significance to this shirt existing before this, or have they just made up this shirt? What do you mean? The um, that's the a famous on... that's a famous shirt. So it actually is a famous shirt. I had that shirt when I grew up. <laughs> no, no, really. Is that a real thing from somewhere? Because it seems such a weird thing. I mean, these people. Chil- have you never seen these kind of wacky shirts? They exist. I don't. I've think... only seen them on like bowling teams. Yeah, but that's they what... do have that joke. They have yeah, that that's joke. What I'm saying. No, no, no. They exist. They're, they're shirts that exist. Um, there's wacky shirts that look like this that exist. Yeah. I've, the fact that I have to defend the existence of a shirt. No, I'm not insulting it. I just thought it was like. <laughs> yeah, like is it, see, see, look, else. look. Doesn't he kind of remind you of Boss Kid if you weren't looking properly? I'm like, oh, that's Boss Kid, and then and then I'm like, oh, it's not Brian. Boss- <laughs> did you not look at his teeth? They both had braces. They actually both do have they braces. They both have braces. So, did you look at his teeth, Bartek? Don't you fucking step in here. But the point is that you don't... Don't step in here and be like, did you look at his teeth? But, I looked yeah, exactly. see, those braces were clearly a different colour. With, with Emmett... <laughs> did you not notice? With Emmett, they kind of show off his teeth a bit more to be, have this like kind of dorky yeah, but, but that's look. But with Bus Kid, with his aloofness, his mouth is always kind of closed. No, so I noticed that he had teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had teeth, Ryan, but they're not showing off as Malloy has his teeth and braces, and I'm looking... That's me. No, that's true. Now, he is the best character in the movie, Josh Peck. <laughs> now, Josh Peck in- has grown very handsome since I've seen him last in Snow Day. Because last I like saw him in Snow ye- Day... This is like seven years apart. Yeah, in Snow Day, he looked like the character of Ryan more, you know, like tubby. He was little fat kid, and he looked extra fat because he it was a now, winter movie. The thing about Josh Peck in this movie, in comparison to Snow Day, is he doesn't do a lot of talking. Yeah. And when he does talk, he doesn't say a lot of words. So in Snow Day, he had a weird accent that I did a great impersonation of. And in this movie, when I kept seeing him, seeing him I just kept doing it. I'm like, it's me, Josh Peck! Man, oh man of the Mansion! Man, oh man, he's time, he's queers! The bird! The Wayne! The queers! Siamese <laughs> <laughs> um, queers! Oh, look, they do set her up, and she's a bully too. <laughs> ah. All teachers are slightly, but. Wow, that's really mean to teachers. Don't worry, guys. Are you a teacherist? I, is that a thing? Of course, teachers I mean, get bullied too. No, I mean a teacherist. Of course. <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. Well, you're weak. <laughs> I mean... I was teacherist my whole life. No, no, it's fine. I guess my favourite manga, Great Teacher Onizuka, has teacherists. Yeah, teacherists. Bunch of delinquents, I tell you. Although, Ryan, you're the only one of the three who's not, like, doing any education-related Actually, yeah, work, that's... So I'm it, educating the so listeners about Jobit Taylor. <laughs> you might be the teacherist. <gasps> No, no, here's... Well, watch this scene. Well, watch this scene. Mm. Now, this scene here illustrated something that I felt was really ingenious, which is the film kind of set up for me, at least, 
a, a, a possibility of a con artist here because the policeman here treats him with no compassion because he'd rather treat homeless people with addictions or illnesses and he feels like this guy's just an asshole. And it actually made me wonder, is Drupal Taylor actually homeless for real? Or is he one of these rich people that just kind of, you know, lounge about and pretend to do oh, this? Oh, yeah. And I thought that for a good portion of the movie because mm. I thought that cop's attitude, really disrespectful. And I thought, well, he must... Drillbit must be doing something to gain that level of disrespect. The cop clearly knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't work out like that. And in the end, I actually have to say that cop was a genuine asshole because he's like, I favor these certain types of homeless over you. You're just an asshole. It's like, he's still homeless. And when Owen Wilson makes that brave comment of, fine, I'll get addicted to crack, then do I get your sympathy? It's genuine. I actually believe like, wow, what a way to look at the world. A police officer... Someone who has to serve and protect, that's their view. And that's the thing. This movie really does deal with the issues of destitution, of homelessness. The perspectives that we, as um, nor, you know, people who aren't homeless, have on upon them. Like, Leslie Mann says that she gets irritated by them. And, and you know, our main character in the adult storyline is homeless. And we like him. We root for him. He doesn't rub it in our faces that he's homeless. His life's in shambles. He finds a middle ground. And he's best friends with the main actor from Your Highness. Jane Franco, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong Seth Rogen written film, Ryan. Ah, Danny McBridesy. So, you're right. I should have looked at his teeth. They're so available. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're kind of like the other guy's. Teeth. I Thank get you. It. No, no, I kind of get it. Yeah, no, I get it. You just see braces, and you assume there's only one braces character in the whole film. I get it. Yeah, because you know how many times I... you see braces in in movies for every character. It's like like this I... kid has. Like, does Josh yeah. love Josh Peck's glasses? Yes, it's true. <laughs> so Malloy, you saw this film for the first time. Yeah. For this show, as did I. Yeah. What were you expecting from the movie, and what did you get? Um, I was expecting pretty basic comedy and what i got was a lot of action which i didn't expect there was a lot more of pratfalls a lot more violence than i was expecting in this film and a lot more of things actually happening such as josh peck has an inexplicable war scar on his eye just to make him look like more of a badass <laughs> yeah and there's other stuff set up as well like are we going to say things that are happening later really on the film or are we going to say when they come up? <laughs> we could say them, just build up to them. So so what are you going to, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Josh Peck? I want to talk nice... about the fact that this child or adult somehow ends up with a samurai sword. Well, no, no, it's clearly set up. His parents live in Shanghai, don't they, or somewhere? Yeah, Hong Kong, I Hong think. Hong Kong. Yeah. So also, he, also family... one of the rumours, one of the rumours about him that's mentioned throughout the movie is that he cut off a kid's um, uh, arm with a samurai sword. sword. So it's established in a way. It's established yeah. that this kid has a sword. Now, why does this kid have a sword? Well, the bully we're talking about, he's this champion here. He's yeah. wearing a... Not a he's wearing a hammer and sickle shirt in this scene. <laughs> um, I completely missed that the I first time. That's I amazing. only noticed it now. So they've really set up this character's communist ideals, <laughs> you know, and that's why he's so apathetic towards these ca- ca- capitalist Bullying dogs. Oh, look, Frankie Muniz is in the... In was the, he? Yeah. <laughs> there he is at the Oh, bottom. and Mario Lopez <laughs> from Saved by the Bell was also there. So, I wish Josh Peck was in there. A picture of um Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Drake Bell? Yeah. Also, what I had, I really wanted the other bully to be Drake Bell. Yeah, that would have been good. There, uh, is a, there is a Drake and Josh reference in this film. Is it that they crash a car? The way Wade says brother, he says it like Josh does in the show Drake and Josh. He says, brother. 
Isn't that just how Josh Pegg says brother? He, in, well, in Drake and Josh, that's how he says it. Maybe that's how he says it in real life. Brother. Maybe, maybe Josh Oh, God, brother. Te- Watch out, Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say how absurd that whole entire scene was? I love it, but it's, yeah. it's amazingly absurd. I really like the setup of these homeless characters. They don't get much into other than Danny McBride, but what I like about them is... They really establish them, such as as um, the blind guy that he's n- clearly not blind, but he pretends to be blind to get more money. Yeah. They never address it. They never make a big deal about it. He just wears these big glasses that make him look like he's blind. He has a sign that says, "I'm blind. Give me money." But he actively operates with sight. You know, what? I don't think I ever noticed all those yeah. details about him. See, and I watched it the first time, Bartek. This is your third watch now, and you haven't noticed the communist references. The, Neither did the you. Play on the, this is my second time, so I'm one <laughs> yeah, step Yeah, exactly. Ahead. We're all both one below. And it's the really well hidden, actually. Yeah, this film It's kind has... of like communist I spy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much what this is. It's oh, great. And his cap says LA, so he's clearly from LA. And this is weird because the film's taking place... In America, where LA is. Oh, <gasps> what? And LA is where Surf Ninjas was set. And and look at that blind guy. Maybe you got blinded by ninjas. You know, you never know. I like how his hat has bottle caps. Oh, wow. Wow. Did These you... are really small details. I haven't even noticed. It's called Mise en Scene. Oh. Uh, it's a film technique. It's also called that... costuming, but yeah. It's part of Mise en Scene. Yeah. In the sense that, yeah, you have to wear clothes for some scenes. Hey, look at the panpipe guy in the background. <laughs> he was my favorite character. Oh my god! I- really? You're- okay. No, I'm kidding. My favorite character is, is. I'm still yet to reveal who they are, but you'll know. I mean, you'll know. Is it one of the bodyguards, guys? You wish it was one of the bodyguard guys. <laughs> they were pretty great. The we're not even. Guys. We're not even going to get there yet. It's it's later in the movie. Okay. You'll you'll see. Is it in like the party scene? The climax. Oh, well, I don't want to talk about about that scene. Yeah, it's too partyific. And Ryan's joking. It's this guy. It's actually Jimi Hendrix. He looks nothing like Jimi <laughs> Hendrix, and they're like, he looks. Are like, you kidding? Wow, he looks like Jimi Hendrix. So Bartek. Yes. Upon the third rewatch, you're noticing these magnificent moments, Us, such such boobs, as lips. Uh, did you notice that they clearly kind of have an undertone towards this character of Emmett being gay? Undertone? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Think about no. Think about this genuinely. This is a Seth Rogen movie. Now, talk yeah. about Seth Rogen as positively and negatively as you like. He does not treat gay people very well in the movies. If gay people exist, uh, the joke for the gay dude. Uh, because Seth Rogen, no matter how much of a stoner he likes to pretend he is, or he is, he's still a dude bro, which is fine. I don't mind that necessarily, but dude bros come with their whole <laughs> gay, and that's enough. Once movies, our two main heroes never really reference the fact that this character is clearly gay. That's why I make it as an undertone, because he never really does anything overtly gay. You're he right, right. Wears... He wasn't watching the video. He was dancing to the music. He wears um, musical shirts all yep, the time, such as Cats. He wears the gayest musicals as well, like Rent, Cats. And um, at the end, there's a subtle little moment here that I, I wondered if you guys noticed. Steven Root, classic. Um, that the main guy with the glasses gets the girl, and Ryan... And Emmett walk off arm and arm together and Ryan has his arm on the other on Emmett's shoulder and Emmett is gently touching his hip. 
Okay. Watch it. It's very caressing I, I in a very the, sensual way. I remember I, the arm, but I don't remember the head. Yeah, it's very sensual. And that made me go, oh, okay, are they setting up that they might be a thing? Because if Ryan, if Ryan turned out to be gay, I wouldn't mind that. That would be a kind of cute little surprise. Maybe the sequel. Drill again. <laughs> Taylor. Alamo Taylor. That's what it'd be called. So Stephen Root is here at Malloy, and he's yeah. the principal. Ah, uh, yes. Now, in a previous episode we had on the show... He was in a movie called Over Her Dead Body, and he killed Eva Longoria, technically. Accidentally, but yeah. Accidentally. And yeah. what a hero. And, and he Bartek, died off screen, apparently. And Bartek referred to him as, yeah, this pathetic fat guy. Like, he's some... And then had a 10-minute spiel about a voice actress that appears in one scene in that movie that's a voice actress in Final Fantasy X. 13. 13. And he's like, did you see this pathetic fat guy, Stephen Root? Here he is. To be fair, I was talking about the character, not the actor. But you didn't say that, so you're like, this pathetic fat guy. But I think... Guy. Oh, God. I think you can give it to me that when we talk about people in the show, we're talking about the characters. It's just I look at Stephen Root and I just go, fat guy? Man, like, man, like, he just looks like a middle-aged guy. I mean, guy. he's standing yeah. next to Eva Longoria, so... Oh, anyone looks like a pathetic fat guy when they <laughs> see Eva Longoria. But I just wanted to note, Stephen Root's in this movie, and... Obviously, you looked at the cast, Bartek, but did you recognize that's the man from Over Her Dead Body? Because you know the one what? thing is, he's a shapeshifter of an actor. He really can change with glasses, hairstyles, beards, outfits. You know what was amazing was in the opening credits, I saw his name and I'm like, oh, Stephen Root. Lest we forget. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> like notice him this time. And then I watched the whole movie and I forgot that I saw his name in the credits, so it didn't immediately click to me. Malloy just yeah, wants I was going to say, on. this is the type of action that I wasn't expecting when I put this film on. What are you talking about? Nothing's happening. Did you not get hit by cars by bullies? Surprisingly, no. Oh, you were the bully. Okay. Oh, no, I can't drive. <laughs> it was more of a bicycle. You're Josh Peck. You're Josh Peck, then. Uh, I was You're the say, one in the passenger seat you being know, like, get him. You know what, right? Yeah. I, I was about to say he's not from Hong Kong. Josh Peck's not from Hong Kong, so that fits. Yeah. Like, oh, there he is, Ross right? Oh, is that the most... That's okay, Ross Kid. Is this the point when you know... No, I did, but it was like, this is a good point portrait into the movie of Emmett being a character. <laughs> like, why is he in okay. the bus? Now, this is a great scene here. This is very reminiscent of a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which, let's tie that in. John Hughes wrote this movie, and it was his last movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he died. Oh, Like, the next year, I believe, right? He was jogging and had a heart attack and died. Wasn't he going to a person's house? Yeah, he was jogging, though. Uh, like. Okay, I thought it was just walking. Jo- he was in his jogging outfit. So, so remember the children, don't jog. That's the one lesson I learned from that. Look at Ryan. He's not going to jog. Yeah. And I'm Ryan, so look at me, not jog. Josh Peck, look at that acting. Get him, baby! (laughs) See, I think that was implying that the car is alive. No, I think it was implying that Josh Peck has a homosexual relationship with the male car. (laughs) Oh, this is not a Herbie prequel. No, no, I'll be honest. This is my second favourite character the movie is about the pier. In the garage? Ron Howard's dad, Rance Howard, who's in every single movie ever. What was his first name? Rance. Really? Rance? Okay. R-A-N-C-E. Rance. I guess I have heard the name before. He's in every single movie ever. He's Ron Howard's dad. He appears in lots of Ron Howard's movies. Pretty much all of them if he's not cut from them. But apparently this is his first appearance on our show. And this may or may not be his first appearance on the show. I don't know. We didn't go far into the 90s. He could have been in Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't done Arthur. Huh? We haven't done Arthur. You mean Oscar? Oscar. (laughs) What's Arthur? (laughs) Arthur's that movie with uh, that was remade with uh, 
Russell Brand. Oh, fuck. Like Liza Minnelli's. Oscar, though. Um, look at him here. I don't like gangbangers. <laughs> Stay out of here. Get out of here, you gangbangers. <laughs> so, does he do that old man stereotype and all of this Yeah. He usually plays farmers or priests or Texans. That's what you would see him most in those roles. Farmers, what a, Texans, what or about priests. What about a Texan farmer who's Wait, also a Can minister? we talk about this guy who looks like Bob Hoskins for a sec that was just so casual about a homeless man using his laptop well, I mean, when he at stepped that point, away? What are you actually supposed to do? No, 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 no. Excuse me. Am I crazy, Bards? Like, if you... If I left my expensive laptop and a dirty bum started using it, I wouldn't be like this. Hey... Get off the laptop. Like, that's how he was. He was like, hey, what are you doing? Get off my laptop. I would be like, hey. Yeah, like, I just love that actor's choice. Because he was like, oh, I'm in a Starbucks. Don't raise your voice. It <laughs> might have been his choice. And I hope it was. Because I think that, you know, we can trust an adult to pick his But I mean, like, style. no, really. If you leave something on a table at a restaurant and someone else uses it, you can't exactly yeah, start but you're a five second rule. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have left that. No, I mean, you're not, you can't exactly start a fight with them. Which hitman was your favorite? I mean, bodyguard was your favorite. I mean, isn't it obvious? This guy? No. Is it the effeminately gay yes. one? <laughs> no, I almost chose him, but I think my favourite is Adam Baldwin, who's playing the really normal disgruntled guard. You'll see him in a second. Like, he's very quick. But I liked it because he, for some reason they chucked in a normal person. Remember this guy? He comes back. Him. I like this guy. This <laughs> <laughs> is so stupid. Yeah, no, it's like, great. I, like, I liked him because... I like this guy. No, this guy's my favourite. That's what I'm saying. Can I be honest? He can't back up Can his I be words. honest? We're going to do a quiz later, Malloy, and which character are you? And I feel this character is not an option, but you would be this character. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> the overconfidence, the that, attempting to start that, a fight and then losing that, the fight. That or because you have braces, boss kid. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, probably. No, that's about well, right. Well, no, not bus kid. No, not, bus kid. Not bus kid. No, he's not going to be Emmett. See, he's going to be Buskid. At oh, that right. point, if I was those children, I would have walked out and hired the guy outside. <laughs> the he's already beaten up a guy. He's justified himself. <laughs> Beat like, up the guy who's clearly I weak. Like, <laughs> I like this bit. Oh. oh. His hand hasn't even, even got liquid on it. Yeah. yeah. It's probably just dry ice. What? Like How could you say that? I like this guy. The, the, I like the um, black guy that's all into the hip-hop, but he's a big country and western fan. He's like, I love country and western. What, yeah. you think I like Tupac? I, that was a really good line. That was, was actually a really good line. It was a classic line. I wanted it inscribed on in my grave. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like how Drillbit Taylor would... Here's the thing. This character's a really hard line to walk in a film because what it is, and only John Hughes and Owen Wilson and Seth Rogen can do this kind of element. It's... Oh, an inherently huh John Hughes is dead so that's only yeah. two left it's an inherently dark topic to deal with if you really want to go about it in a day that this film was made you can't walk the line of having a disgusting homeless middle aged man with a bunch of kids without certain certain issues being addressed but this film really does mm. walk the line and I never really thought of those issues really like really? I never thought about like hmm is this kind of sus it is kind of like I thought it was sus on the fact that he was ripping them off, but in films, well, yeah. but in films these days or TV shows, and even back then when this was made, this would have been something that could have sunk a movie, even if there was no implied tone, which there isn't in this movie. Just the sheer nature of a grown man 
with young children in a close environment where she's physically touching them, all that kind of stuff, really brings a lot of dark issues into any comedy film, but only the magic of John Hughes, Seth Rogen, and Owen Wilson's glamorous performance can really make you overlook that as an issue in the first place, to the point in which you never thought about it. Until I it honestly raised. never thought about Maybe. it until right now. And I mean, you know what, Ryan? In that other John Hughes film we did... We were babies the ones. Out. We were the ones talking about fucking babies. Yeah, not, we not were the, the monsters. <laughs> so I think Owen Wilson's a great performer. Uh, what do you guys think about Owen and his Wilson? I honestly think he nailed it in this film. Like I wasn't ex- how he plays that straight face. This scene especially. <laughs> look in my eyes. It's a really good idea. Don't it look at my of... fucked up nose. Look at my eyes. Yeah, it's kind of like this is the point. Stop trying to get me to bully, bully Owen. But no. <laughs> I know what game you're playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what game I'm playing? I clearly have a favourite Wilson brother. It's Luke. Oh. I think Luke Wilson is very proud of Owen's performance in this film. I think Luke Wilson is so proud of his own performance as Kelso's older brother. Yes. In that 70s show. Yeah, I haven't watched that show in so long. I barely Ashton it. Kutcher's older brother. He only appeared in one season. Oh, well. He was great. They should have kept him on. <laughs> um, he was much better than fucking replacement Kelso. Blonde-haired guy. Oh, Randy. Randy. They should have just brought Luke Wilson in <laughs> and be like, you're the new Kelso. They still call him Kelso. See, So you were saying you love Owen, you want to fuck him. Okay, we get it. Well. What's your favorite Owen Wilson for 100 performance? A week. No, no, but I'm saying, I reckon out of short memory, because I don't, like a lot of the stuff he's done but in this it really worked i think it was just something about the direct nature of it and how straight pan he played all of his lines that really actually yeah, worked and the thing about it too i kind of like this wing yeah it took me a while to figure out what he was doing before he actually said it I'm like okay mm-hmm. what i like about this movie is they know how to use the right amount of owen wilson in the movie because this movie you have two main characters because there's two main stories you have the main characters, the, the you know Wade. Owen Wilson and, yeah. and 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 what was it Wayne Wade 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 they're the two main characters and they evenly pan out how much you see of each one. I'd say Wade's your main character definitely, even though the movie's called Joe Bit Taylor. And the thing is, Owen Wilson's a good presence, but he can be grating because he only can play Owen Wilson, and that's good. Certain actors you need them to just play Eugene Levy. You just need them to play you know Owen Wilson. You need them to play this this and this. And in this movie. He's, he's in it the right amount because mm. he can be grating as a leading man. No offense to him, but he's just, you know, he's just so easygoing. Wow. <laughs> he that, doesn't really use a, too much of his mannerism. Like, he doesn't really do the, the weird whisper. Yeah, thing. he doesn't do it as much in this. Uh, my favorite Owen Wilson performance still has to be a toss up between him as a. Uh, Hansel in Zoolander because that's yeah. the quintessential Owen Wilson performance. You're Derek Zoolander. Yeah, that's where he does. Wow. And I quite like him in uh, pretty much any Wes Anderson movie because Wes Anderson <laughs> knows how to use Owen Wilson as his Owen Wilson-ness. Um, Bartek, what about you? What's your feeling towards Owen? Because we've had him on the show before Starsky in Starsky and Hutch. Hutch and again, used Hutch. very well in that movie. Yeah. And he's saying... And he, and he, and he played... Owen Wilson, here's the thing. His, think, his face when he was singing in that film was a bit weird, though. <laughs> here's the thing about Owen Wilson. I want you to really think about this. Owen Wilson, nice guy or not? I get the impression that he is. Okay, here's another question. Owen Wilson, in most of the movies you see him in, does he play an upright nice guy? 
See, when you say upright, I'm starting to now realize. Yeah, he does. I don't. He... Know, I don't remember how he was in the Darjeeling, but he, he typically no. He plays, plays jerks. A yeah, bit. he plays deceivers. He plays liars. But he's but, got like, a heart of gold as an individual that you funny, buy into. Yeah. It. Like there's a famous you mean Dupree where he's an annoying guy, but you kind of like him because he's he's Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. He didn't mean anything bad in that film. From no, he what didn't. I remember. No, but he's annoying. Like yeah. he's kind of the antagonist figure if you had to have one. And he's kind of like, oh, this guy who was kind of below me is becoming super successful, and I'm really jealous. Exactly. So Owen and my Wilson, boss wants me to get a vasectomy. Owen Wilson's charisma. Yeah. Do you, you fan? Does he buy you in? Yes, I love Owen Wilson. So when we saw the family photo, Malloy looked like he wanted to say something. Yeah, I knew, I didn't actually notice. Did you not have a family to take a photo <laughs> with? <laughs> Dude, that's really dark. No, um, I was going to say, no. the, the, act, the motif that they had that was really cool with the rest of the family on one side and the exploration between Wade, I hadn't actually noticed I've never that. seen that before. No, neither have I. That's why I just noticed it then. I'm like, that's actually a really good I like- I, no- I noticed it yesterday, but this time I noticed that the twin boys were dressed kind of like Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. Can I also <laughs> note that she smells something peculiar and her first thought is Ryan. Ryan? Not the complete stranger kid that I've never met to this point, <laughs> Emmett. Well, I mean, they were hanging out for a little while before this point. She At might Ryan's have house. Maybe. No, no, I mean like hey, look, this. Kevin Hart. Ah. Uh, I also noted Kevin Hart down as well. I was like, Kevin Hart has been in movies in this show as minor supporting roles too much. Has, has Meet Dave. Yeah, I thought that was the only one. I Yeah, but that's like too many. He played number 17 2008 in the 2008 to 2009 was Kevin Hart's rising period. You know, I mentioned Meet Dave earlier as a, like, not thinking about it, but yeah, Kevin Hart was in Meet Dave. This film is Meet Drillbit Taylor, and the thing about Drillbit is... He's a homeless man who needs money. He's got deceiving friends who use him. He wants to go to Canada. We all understand him. And We're the... a lot like him, aren't we, Molloy? Yeah, exactly. You've ever wanted to go to Canada? Actually, ironically, yes. <laughs> why? Tell That's me ironic. why. Well, because... Wow, of, ironic. Yeah. Out of everyone in the world, it seems like a really interesting place. Just the nature and all the, how the city is combined with everything around it. It just seems kind of interesting. You know, one of the takeouts I had for bowling with for Columbine was that Canada seemed like a very nice place. Oh, I thought you were going to say pizza. But that's the thing. Like, nobody ever really says anything negative about Canada as a place to visit. Bartek's looking at me I like, like, I don't Ryan know what made you... a joke, but I, I don't know what. <laughs> he said one of the takeouts that I had from Columbine oh, okay. was pizza. <laughs> Sorry, that joke just went right over me, Bartek, by mile. It's because you didn't see the communist uh, metaphors in this movie. It's because we didn't see Ryan's brilliant humour. Ah. See, this guy... Like Kevin Hart. <sighs> Kevin, Kevin... You... Ryan's a He's the shirt. Man. I own that shirt. Yeah, ew. Uh, here's the difference, though. My shirt... Was grey. Oh, that changes everything. That changes fucking. Yeah, nothing. I know. Your, yours was the See, real look, one. See, he's got the sword. See, he's holding the sword right there. Oh my god, I didn't notice that. Why don't you guys notice these things? I don't They're know. Just right there, they shot the camera. <laughs> look, the I... Hey guys, look, Owen Wilson's in the frame. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, he's got glasses. Do you see there's that? There's a bike. There's a bike. What? Oh my god, there's a blonde woman that just walked off. The there's screen. a yellow sofa. Don't be absurd. That's stupid. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. John Lennon. Hold on. What? Is that not a bus kid? No, it's Owen Wilson. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> no, John Lennon. Hey, he's braces ago. Why do you keep bringing up John Lennon? Because he looks like John Lennon. Who? Wade. Wade? Hey, look at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess he looks like John Lennon. I thought you pointed at the bully for a sec, because when you first <laughs> said John Lennon, the bully was on the screen, and I've been leaning on going, what does he mean by that? Does he, he mean that? Like- the film keeps cutting. 
Okay, that's the problem with this film. The one weakness is it's the editing. I think that's the weakness of this film. There comes a point in which I kind of forgot that Ryan and Emmett were in the movie, and I really thought Ryan was going to be more of a main character. I did too. He has his moment of the rap battle, which is one of my favorite scenes in a movie because it doesn't go exactly how you think it's going to go. It was one of the few things I remembered about this film, like from when I saw it in the cinemas. The other thing was... Uh, him being naked in his bed and his mum screaming. And of talking. course you remember that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, so, it was so early on, so, you know. You know uh, what I like about this Ryan character? He sounds like such an old man. Did he not sound old Do you? His voice. He's got that voice. He's like... Well, he's also got a bit more of that Jersey accent. Jersey that? Jew? You said Jersey it already. Jersey Jew, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's one of the singers. But yeah, you know, you know, he's Ryan, Jersey <laughs> oh, Jew. The, of course. I didn't get... Absolutely classic. I... I didn't get as much of a Jew vibe from him, I guess. His mama. His mum also because his of the Barbara mama. Streisand. Yeah. <laughs> his Jersey Jew mama. But definitely he the had Jew a bit of that Jersey. The Jew vibes are picking up on all the senses. It's just going he's, crazy. Here's the best part. Emmett's the Jewish one. Yeah, I know, but the mum. But, but you're like, let's talk about the Jersey Jew of this one. It's like, Emmett's the one who's like, he's my bar mitzvah money. I mean, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was just And his name's out, Emmett. Yeah. I was more focusing on Ryan's, like, Jersey accent. Here's the weird thing, Bartek. You don't have to bring in the Jew thing. That's why I didn't We're going to do Jersey a Jew. quiz now. I'm going to pop now. out a quiz. Yeah. Okay. I feel this is a good time. It's oh, training mixing montage. it up. Mixing it up. We mix it like we're gonna we are going to find out who Malloy is. You're now, the weird thing is, Bartek, you got on this quiz, Emmett. Yes, I, I am Emmett. And you spelled Emmett wrong, by the way. I think I spelled it the way that this quiz did, so maybe it got it Emmett, wrong. according to IMDb, is spelled E-M-I-T. One M and an I. Yeah. Yeah, I think the... Like Emmett. Could I just say, the the quiz has its share of misspellings. So, I also got Emmett, which I thought was bullshit, because the answers that I gave were nothing like Emmett. <laughs> they were more like Ryan. It's also not trying to intend to get Ryan. I always try to be honest in mine. And it's like, you're Emmett. Like, like, when it was like, when you're in a fight, uh, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but we'll give Malloy a go. So, Malloy, I'm going to read you out the question. And then there's a series of answers. And you have to answer which one you are. Oh, building okay. with anticipation. Question number one. Because this is a, which character from Joe Taylor are you? Question, question, okay. <clears throat> question number one. What would you say is a better nickname for you? Drillbit. I once accidentally hurt my finger with a drill. I don't care. I don't want a nickname. Nickname spelled as two separate words, yep. by the way. Something cool like T-Dog, Skeletor, I'm pretty skinny, or my friends won't make up a nickname for me. Drill bit. I got my finger stuck in the door the other day. It seems the most appropriate. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, question number two. <laughs> what would you say is the funniest thing that happens in the film? When the bully knocks Bob out in one punch... Class. Lol. <laughs> no, no. Wait, what? Who's Bob? <laughs> Bob is Jobit. Oh, right. No, what's the last part of that? When the bully knocks Bob out in one punch. Class. Lol. Like, class. <laughs> lol. That's the bit I'm trying to follow. <laughs> that's, well, well, clearly that's not your answer. <laughs> hold on, hold on. When they say drill, when they say to Drillbit, now I know why they call you Drillbit, because you screw people over. That was really witty. That's actually in the answer. <laughs> oh, and, nice. then, and then, when Ryan and Wade were having that pathetic training fight, LMAO, <laughs> and then other slash can't choose. Oh. I kind of appreciate the second one for adding the insult and the joke in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you're getting the second one. Okay, do you like rap music? Yeah, definitely. Or not really. 
Not really. I assume that was the context of how you want to Best quote in your opinion. Oh, God. So many quotes. You know what this is? It's a wing. You're under it. All three of you, right here. Or, so, what do you do to provoke him? Well, he's fat, he's a dork, and I'm awesome. Or do you, like, remember what the douchebag drill bit taught us? Min over pain. Not mine. (laughs) Min. Or did you, like, your Siamese queers? Or the last one, which is, I am not a hobbit. Okay, he's not a hobbit. I don't think. I reckon the first one. I still think it's a good idea. Yeah, the wing one. Yeah. What would you do if someone was bullying you? Agree to fight them? You're feeling brave. I have no idea how I would deal with that. I would be the bully. I don't take jip. (laughs) Depends how old they are. If they're 17 or younger, then they're just a minor. I can't harm them. If they're 18 or over, I'd punch them in the face. Or... Hire someone to get rid of them. <laughs> um, which one was the second one? Um, I have no idea how I would deal with that. Probably second one? Oh, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to be... Which sounds most like your personality? Protective, funny, but kind of useless at boxing techniques. Dorky, you witty... You can just go the first one. You don't need the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of them, was, one of them was musical, funny, and cool. No, I don't know how to play the instrument. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, this was short, and don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to comment or anything. I'd appreciate it if you do, but I completely understand if you're too busy and whatnot. Anyway, here's the last question. Are you on the side of good or evil? And then, here it is. Evil. Good. I think I'm somewhere in between. I think good, because I'm not throwing samurai swords at people, but... You are Josh Peck. You, ah! are, you are Emmett. Oh. Roll Emmett. Did you notice that every answer that he gave was not Emmett? Yeah. Basically. I also got Emmett. It actually makes me I mean, think... Emmett isn't is, good at boxing. Is Emmett the only answer you can get? Quick question. Go to the start and push the bottom ants for everything and see if Emmett comes up. <laughs> I'm going to do that. You guys, chat about this magnificent scene here in which we're setting up that our hero is now meeting a foe. And that foe is Danny McBride. Right, while we were doing the quiz, we had a scene where they were watching The Untouchables. I've seen that movie. I studied it in year 12. I heard about this one time. Yes, Malloy was in the other class, so he didn't get to study The Untouchables. Yeah, no, I had, like, films that I didn't even... Yeah, Donnie Darko and... Yeah, we had uh, Blade Runner. Those are good movies. They're good films, but you don't have to write an essay about them. It's more the problem. Every bottom answer that you get in the quiz is Emmett. Oh, for Pete's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I actually think Emmett's the only answer one gets in the quiz. Would it surprise you? You're going all tops now? No, I'm going to go all drill bit answers. Okay, cool. I, I do like the way that they've actually done all these fighting techniques and stuff. Like, all these fighting setups where the guy clearly has no idea what he's actually doing. It's kind of clever. Just because, let's be honest, if you were actually training a bunch of children to fight, would you have any idea what you're doing? No. Mm. No. Unless you gave them weapons and say, like, this you stab with, or this you pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that would make it way worse. That would oh, make I it got compl- Drillbit Taylor! Oh, okay, nice. Drillbit exists. Drillbit does <laughs> exist. What were the Drillbit answers? 
Oh, you know, the ones where it's clearly his quotations or his line of thinking. So unless you think 100% like Drew... <laughs> you're going to be, you, you're gonna Emmett. be Emmett. okay. Unless you're 100% like a character, you're Emmett. Okay, cool. Well, that's fine. At least we know there is a drill bit. Yes. There's a drill bit somewhere in there. We're all drill bits on the inside. It's funny because yeah. you also picked the drill bit answer, Homeless. the first one. Like, yeah. you'd be called drill bit because you got your hands stuck Too in Too bad ball. you're Emmett, motherfucker. <laughs> no! Just like us! No! We Siamese queers. I know. No, we're, we're triplets. The movie already established this. So you're Emmett, you're Ryan. So does that make me Wade? Yeah, of course. Well. No, we're all Emmett. We're all Emmett. <laughs> but your name is Ryan. I'm Emmett now. I changed it legally. You're T-Dog. Yeah, you're the Emmett. I'm M-Dog. M-Dog. You are the Emmett Emmett. No, you're E-Dog. I'm E-Dog. So the movie, like M-M-M-Wash. Malloy. Yeah. What did you think it was going to be about, though? Walking in, you hear the name Drillbit Taylor. What were you expecting? Probably a fitness camp. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of one of those school retreat things where you yeah. go through and the and you see the like cover the and you see the cover and yeah. it's like him doing a kick at you. I also thought in my vague memories of the ads of him training them, I thought, oh, is their drill instructor and he's teaching them to fight. Yeah, see that kind of makes oh, sense. Oh, I see. Cause yeah, drill. exactly. Yeah, like the okay. whole like the whole and he gym looks like a drill instructor. Yeah, exactly. Okay. In like the promos where he's wearing all of his military clothes and he's kicking, I'm like, oh, okay, he's their drill instructor. That's kind of cool. It would be better if they got Ali Ermi to be their drill instructor. It's like, what kind of name's Ryan? All that's... the serious and queers are called Ryan. <laughs> that's a, that's breaking new ground. You. <laughs> he should play a drill instructor at some point. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Can Josh Peck rap in every movie? Because I swear he does in Snow Day as well. technically. Hey, hey. As a part of the rapping environment, okay? I would like to see Josh Peck in 8 Mile. Yeah. It's me, Josh Peck, and I'm Eminem. Mano, Mano, Mano La Mancha. <laughs> I'm gonna go and fucking punch you. <laughs> and that's a rap. <laughs> really, then, it is. And then Adam Sandler comes in and he's like, Oh, the idol, the voice. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Josh Peck played Adam Sandler's son in a movie? Has he done that yet? I don't know if they've met Ryan. Wait. Jonah Hill has played his son in a movie in Click. In yeah. a future segment where he goes to the future. It's like a gay Jonah Hill. It's like, leave me alone, Dad. Okay. So Josh Peck should be everyone's son is what I'm uh, saying. Yeah, no, 100%. He's a handsome motherfucker now. Look yeah. at him. Yeah, I do actually kind of think this is a clever scene. Just the fact that the bully is only in charge because he's a giant maniac thug and has nothing to do with how he's actually cool at other skills and stuff. He scares them. I like how a bus kid's there. Yeah, see, you definitely know at that point that there's two separate people. Well, I knew by this point there were yeah, two I, separate guys. I like to think you didn't know all the way up to the house. <laughs> no, no, like, I didn't know all the way up to the end credits. Yeah. And I'm like, I recognise... two names. Like, what? For some reason, I recognise the actor's name. I'm like, oh, that's not the same actor who's oh, like, No, no, that's not the guy. I'll be perfect. But no, I do think this is kind of cool, this idea. But this is... I love this. Yeah, just slide down. Wee! I kind of want to do that. By the way... You've never done that? I don't know if I have. It's just one of those things Wow. That... I think I've tried you it before. You don't have frames of your... You don't have pictures of you and your family. You don't slide down rails. Well, I didn't have What's the picture go, to sit my... on to slide down the rail. You need Hold both. Hold me back. You know, I've played a video game called Bully where you can slide down rails. Do you also get to punch a guy who's being held back? If you want. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's being held back, but you can punch guys all you want. 
I love how Josh Beck is like, well, holy crap, you guys, that's what I'm doing. You're saying it the best way you could. By the way, Josh Beck, congratulations on getting married. To what, Drake? <laughs> no, I don't. I think the controversy was that Drake wasn't invited to the wedding. Why? Are they not friends? I don't know. That was the big controversy. Maybe Drake was busy being a rapper. Well, I mean, considering that on Twitter he was talking about how, oh, the truth comes out and stuff like that, I don't think so. They're not friends. Apparently, that breaks yeah. your heart, Oprah. There were there were a lot of. Uh, as I never grew up with <laughs> Drake and Josh, so I only know fleeting references, such as they run over Oprah in one episode, and that's about it. Yeah. Wait, did they actually run over Oprah? Yeah. <laughs> they hit Oprah with their car. And he's Josh, like, Josh is a huge fan of Oprah, and he accidentally runs her over. <laughs> and the only thing I know is Josh Peck made like a Vine. He had a Vine channel, and Josh Peck, one of his vines is him getting in a car with like a latte, and he's like. Watch out, Oprah! And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and his latte has Oprah written on it. I was just and saying, that's about it. That's that all news I know. must have been everywhere. How did they not hear about Oprah being run no, over? No, it's in the show. Okay, because the only thing... Okay, cool. Because I was going to say, because the only thing I'd heard about Oprah was when she was on that Flying Fox and then she said, ouch, my for JJ, which kills me even to this day. I was going to say, Oprah was hit with the best thing about in Hollywood, anything's possible. And that's what I thought. I'm like, Could you imagine out of the forty-something years, surely Oprah must have been hit at least 40, once. 40, that's <laughs> have you not seen that? I, did, I, it happened in Australia. It was amazing. I mean, it, it sounds like a South Park joke. No, it's a real thing. It's amazing. Yes, it's true. No, no, that's true because Hugh Jackman went on the Flying Fox and he um, nearly garroted his genitals on it and also nearly lost his eye. It was very dangerous. Yeah, was it in Australia? Yeah, it was in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Because Australia has no... And then they had that quote, and it's, oh, it's so good. Ouch, my vajayjay! (laughs) Now you all get vajayjays! I was in the colour purple. Just pulling them out of her pants and just throwing them in the audience. One of my favourite things about the fact of what we just talked about was Bartek, I think you're losing it over our my vajayjay. I'm losing it over the fact that he thought the Drake and Josh show (laughs) that I said a moment ago, show was reality. No, to be fair, he is called Josh in the show. I didn't hear this news about them hitting the Oprah with the guy. Yeah, but if you go by that logic, any show where the main character's name is the real person's name, like two and a half men where his name's Charlie, I don't go, you know Charlie, he really does have a brother called Alan, and he really does have a nephew that lives with him, and he really yes. is an advertising well, I was gonna say, Adam, but, but when you call him a pathetic fat guy, suddenly it's... I was going to say, out of, every show you, out of every show you pick, you pick the one show who he actually acts almost identically to the character <laughs> in the show. Yeah, I was, like, was, like, it was the so close to what he's actually like out of every show to pick. Wait, so, the... so wait, you're telling me you know Charlie Sheen? No, I know... Well, that... there you go. <laughs> I don't know the actor in the show either, but what I'm saying... Wow, you're really typecasting Charlie Sheen. He used to be a good actor. Have you not watched Wall Street? He had AIDS. <laughs> he has AIDS. Exactly. He's the wow. one so, caught the thing. Wow. No, wow. I'm saying he caught it... That's with... so derogatory against How people How is it AIDS. derogatory? Because you like, that's your defense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's part of my defense. <laughs> yeah, see, right? He got you there. It's only part of it. That's part of my defense. The rest of it, I'm saying he went around and had sex that much that he caught it and then continued to have sex. Or had drugs. He drugs and sex constantly, so? just like the character from the show. No, the character doesn't do drugs in the show. He just drinks. He does it just off screen. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 
I've the watched... actor off screen? No, the character of Charlie in Two and a Half Men. Are you telling me the character Charlie from Two and a Half Men didn't do drugs? He was a drinker. I didn't get that impression. He was a drinker. I really? Was just a womanizer and drinker. He was a high-functioning alcoholic and drinker. And that's the same thing. And uh, ladies' men. Eh, he had a kid in his house. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be alcoholic. fucking shooting up. Yeah, but that's an acceptable addiction in the terms of suburbia, which he's a part of. Jeez, why are you being so mean to Owen Wilson's friend Charlie Sheen? <laughs> now, can we talk about how Owen Wilson never really takes off the hat in the movie, except for when <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, that's what. Ryan's like, ah, awkwardly changed the subject. Uh, actually, before uh, that, can we talk about no, uh, the socks? You know what's going to listen, are you? No, how he never takes off the hat until he has a full makeover montage. In which he has to take off the hat. And he did drugs and, off screen. And he did drugs off screen with Charlie Sheen. Here's the best part about this whole sequence. It actually made me go, oh, he actually was in the army? Did you ever question that he was actually in the army? Um, I think that I did. was a lie I, at start. I thought it was a lie for a good portion of it. because Yeah, because I thought it was facts. just listing off random things to get the actual and job. And he couldn't I, fight. And I, he did, couldn't fight. I did too, even with the fact that I have seen the film in cinemas. But part of me also did think... There is kind of a connection between veterans and being homeless. Like, you know, they've been yeah. betrayed by the country. Oh, here he is. Pathetic, decent-looking guy. Bartek, you've had to go to school. Does this our principal speak to you? Um, Brother Gary didn't speak to me like that. Brother Philip didn't. Are they principals? Yeah. Brothers? And, yeah. Wow, you've only been to the Catholic schools? Yeah. Oh, my primary school principal wasn't a brother. She was a lady. Did she speak to you like Stephen Root? No. Like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, all Western cowboy <laughs> principals in Australia. That's where they all go. She <laughs> passed away a while ago. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Stephen Root. So, uh, <laughs> You turned that one away around, didn't you? <laughs> Little do you... There no, you go. Here it is. Here it is. Do you want to see my, my favourite character or not? Alright, is it coming up? Is it in this scene? I thought <laughs> They're in the frame right now. What, her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love her reaction. See Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, and the look at her face. <laughs> See, why I chose her as my favourite is she ties into a previous... that uh, This guy was a high favourite. Hey, got a quarter of an orange with your name on it. Thanks. Why I chose that lady, weird choice, minor choice. Why I chose her was... John Hughes wrote this film. It's his last movie. He used a pseudonym name, of course. But it reminded me of a John Hughes classic we've done on the show, Baby's Day. Mm-hmm. There was a character in that oh, movie yes. that appears in one scene in that movie, and she really defines her character with how surly she is. Yeah. And that character did there too, where she's like, Have you seen Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah. And then I automatically know that she's a civ ed teacher. Uh, you know, like, I, you automatically feel like you know what she is. Like, she's this kind of teacher. She's... Like, with this character in this film, not as much, but that character in that film. But that's why. For the I chose... one scene she is in that we yeah. don't know anything about her, but the way she acts, you get that character. But I got that character from this with that mindset of, oh, she's like that character from that other film. But she's just, a teacher now. I just got the impression that, yeah, she did see Grey's Anatomy and it upset her somehow. Yeah, like. I got the impression maybe that. Maybe she. Was actually in the doctor's office herself, and he thought he thought he was talking about her prostate exam. Yeah, I got the impression they just grabbed a real <laughs> teacher and they just took it right out. Oh my God. 
He slammed me before for mentioning two and a half men as an example, but when I said a woman got a prostate attack, <laughs> that was like, fine. Well, I was like, that's how it goes. Women. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe her name is seeing Grey's Anatomy last night, and he was asking her, it's like, is this you? And she was like, yeah. I've seen me every night. Maybe she just named bits of herself with prostate. And maybe she her was going to because she's Grace. blind. She her name is two blind characters in this film. A few, well, one's faking. Or are they? They are. Okay. Yeah, I, I confirmed it earlier. You didn't pay attention. Yeah, Jeez. I know. Yeah, true. Jeez, Malloy, get your fucking <laughs> shit together. Now get some. Remember how he said he's going to teach you about the clap, but he teaches them a video of gonorrhea. <laughs> My favorite. Well, the clap is another name for it, right? Chlamydia. Yeah. Not gonorrhea. Oh. They're different. The different names. Bartek, do we need to drag the sex tape video out for you? Here we go. Gonorrhea. Uh, uh, oh, VHS. Uh, 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 right, this is porn. No, it's your home videos of you masturbating to porn, Bartek. Do How's you... that supposed to teach you an STD? <laughs> STI, get it right. Oh, of course, I stand corrected. Oh, right, you're so silly. I don't watch porn. Oh, yeah, silly. he was wanking off. That's what off. mirrors are for. Come he on. was wanking off to his own penis. Yeah, that's what mirrors are he for. He was like, that's, a, that's me. So why would I need That's a me. Can we also <laughs> talk about that Owen Wilson pretends to be a substitute teacher with no paperwork? And no point does anyone, including the principal or this woman who saw him steal things from the office, question him. And that's what I liked about this movie, Malloy. It's a kid's film at heart. This is a coming-of-age movie for Drillbit. It's coming-of-age for our main characters. This is like a, a, a pre-teens version of Superbad in terms of Superbad was for the later teens, the ones yeah. who could actually afford to go in to see it because they were not allowed at a younger age. This is like that for younger kids where these kids... They want to not be killed and get with the girls and, and, and all this, yeah, and, and, but it still has, like, and the first, raunchy humour. And the first thing in the film is them saying, like, getting ready for high school. Exactly. And everyone has to do that at some point. Yeah, and this, and this is about, like, you know, it's got raunchy humour. It's got this, but why Why I point to this as a, a brilliant little... It's also it's just a comedy film because Drillbit has sex with a teacher at the school multiple times and doesn't get in trouble... He he pretends to be a substitute teacher with no consequences to him, and uh, his name is Doctor Ilbit. Which was when did the name come up? That's amazing. You never noticed that? No, that's great. You never noticed? I'm gonna say. Did you notice? No, I noticed it. Yeah. That's pretty great. I'm, pr- I'm, sh- I'm sure the joke is even better with subtitles because you actually see the joke there. Did you not watch the film? I did. I just completely missed the name of the. Where is life skills? Great joke. Because he needs life skills. Yes. And he's homeless. Because I like the ho- the fact that this whole film is kind of like a coming of age motif. Yeah. Throughout the whole entire way. And I do understand what you mean about the super bad thing. It's like, you watch this and then when you get a bit older, you're coming your age. The next yeah, step there's is There's Jonah Hill, film. there's Michael Sarah. It's like a follow-on type thing. Which one's McLovin? Well, Emmett. No, Owen Wilson. <laughs> he's got a name that isn't his name. Hmm, that's true. <clears throat> Do you reckon there should be a line in this film where someone walks in on Owen Wilson having sex with... I almost said Eva Longoria. What was her name again? Emma Stone? Emma Emma Stone? No, that's the one that Jonah Hill was trying to get with. No, no, I'm talking about in this film. The the teacher. Oh, why did you... Leslie Mann. Leslie, yeah. So Owen Wilson having sex with Leslie Mann. Someone walks in and is like, Get your dick out of that woman and hang out with those three boys. And he's like, You're right. (laughs) And he does. Now, notice this moment here. 
What a fun moment. This is so triumphant. Have you ever been at a school where the sprinkler's gone off? No, no actually. My school didn't have sprinklers, so... Oh, so Wait, what? Fire. <laughs> we had, we had Was had... that just like your PE class when the place catches on fire is running away from it? Uh, we just had to meet up at a completely different place from the school. Not at the school oval, at the showground in the town, which was a 10-minute walk away. I was going to say, that school. sounds like a good reason to burn down the school. <laughs> I'm going to the showground. Let's go to the show. What? Is that gum? I think so. It might be. I thought it was human flesh. It looked very fleshy. <laughs> and Martek's an expert on flesh and flesh-like products. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not that insane. He's not <laughs> murdering people and uh, putting them off. Did you him. not watch the end of the movie? <laughs> he's not skinning them. Did you not watch the end of the well, movie? Did you not see the scene where he was trying to drive them over? Yeah, but, but did you not <laughs> see the, what he did to Owen Wilson at the end of this movie? I yeah, okay. I can't believe he missed that, it. That's partially fifth. Do you like do you that know, the his very shirt first... says I'm a keeper? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a keepy. It's Mexican. <laughs> wow. I'm a keepy. <laughs> We've gone down Jersey Jews and I'm a keepy with racism and <laughs> ethnicities and You know, I was kind of joking about the John Lennon thing, but he also does try to get with an Asian girl. So. Well, and also look at this. Owen Wilson could have played John Lennon too. Oh, part two. John Lennon, part two. Like, the dead John Lennon? Like, when John Lennon's brains are bleeding out of his head? Yeah. And the brains will be represented by that thing that the bully had. No, it's going to be represented by Charlie Sheen. Yeah, look at Josh Peck. Fuck yeah. I was going to say, with the... Oh, look, he's being a drill instructor. (laughs) Yeah, see, see if it's... I was going to say, the thing at the end, right, the final scene, I thought that was the um, $500 lottery ticket that got cut in half. What? You know when the, the sword was grabbed and everything? Yeah. I oh. thought that was the lottery ticket that got cut in half. Wow, you're and not you're not the smartest in the show. No, no, no. They pinky, said it, the pinky? Yeah, before they said it was a pinky, I'm oh, like, okay. oh, he was holding the thing and he finally got that cut. That was the way to go to Canada. I thought that was going to help they get him He already film. cashed in his money. When did he? Because he was already on his way to buy the ticket. Yeah, no, no, I remember that. But I'm saying, yeah, no, the very first... Like, I quickly saw that moment. I'm like, oh, it's that. And then I went, oh, my God. I love this subplot that goes for literally one minute, if if that, in which all of his homeless friends also pretend to be substitute teachers. Let's not call it a sub... Let's call it a development. (laughs) Let's call it... A plot for another film. Sub-development. I like to think there's, like, ten minutes of this film they took out, which was that whole entire story. You're a fit man. I imagine you've climbed... It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah, sure. I imagine you've climbed rope before. Now, with rope, I imagine there would have to be some rope for you to get that high. Oh, yes. No, I know exactly what you mean. And and then if you went back down, that rope would also be there because it was long enough in the first place. Yeah, I I just thought that, like, oh, he must have cut it, but there's no rope down there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I see exactly what you mean. How it defies the laws of physics in every single way. Happy birthday, Dr. Ilbit. Oh, so that was it. Yeah, I must have just... I just heard happy birthday. Yeah, like, oh, that's they, cool. they established it earlier, but but they keep going with it. Yeah, yeah. it's a good motif. I love her letter is basically like, what the fuck? <laughs> she reminds me very much of Sarah Michelle Gellar in the movie Cruel Intentions, because <laughs> all she wants to do is fuck! <laughs> Ryan, what was her famous quote that you liked so much? I want to fuck! <laughs> I want to fuck! <laughs> There she is. She's got the... Very, very different from her performance. You know, there was many times in this film in which she was on the phone in the classroom. Like, wouldn't it be great if it just cut and there's the whole class sitting there listening to her talk to <laughs> Owen Wilson? Or like, wouldn't it be great if this happened and she just like leaped on him and then it just shows you the whole class is sitting in there? Or you just see John Hughes on the side like coaching her. Like, all right, now grab, grab it. You want to hear a funny thing? 
Say the funny My girlfriend last night watched this and she goes, what reality is this supposed to be? Because she's a teacher, my girlfriend. And she's Uh. just like, what reality is this supposed to be? And they had sex like five times in one day. And I'm like, what? No, Rachel. They were wearing different clothes. It's a montage (laughs) showing the passage of time. (laughs) And she's like, were they? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know what to think. You're not a teacher, No, you, right? you'll bring a week's worth of clothes everywhere you go. Well, after, no, yeah. Malloy, you've had sex, obviously. Once you have sex, you have to get a completely new... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. That's new, what you clearly have to do every time. New, yeah. Every time you have sex, you have to wear new clothes. Yeah, you burn them. It costs you about four, $400 every time. No, you don't burn them. You wash them, of course, but you can't afford the time to do that. No, exactly. So you need to change So you go to the op shop to donate to the homeless, which Owen Wilson is a part of. Yeah. And you get new clothes. And you see, homeless people can't afford to have sex. That's what this film's trying to tell us. That's why Owen Wilson's so lucky that he's technically not homeless anymore, even though he still lives in a tent. He calls him a crotch blocker. I well, that. are you not a crotch blocker? Yeah. You are? Yeah. You're happy about being a crotch blocker? I mean, it's more like you just live with what you have. Did you know there's a Peter? You know Peter, the animal protection wankers? People... Oh, the people that keep doing the most elaborate things to get in the media I've ever seen in my Did life. You people see... for the ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know they have this amazing ad campaign at the moment that is a picture of two gay men <laughs> in bed together looking at each other concerned and there's a chicken <laughs> in the bed? <laughs> uh, a live chicken... <laughs> And it says, this is what happens when you eat meat. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, I don't know what this means. (laughs) And then then someone wrote... Sucking dick or... No, no, no. And then someone whispered, cock blocked. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh. But everyone's just like this, what does this mean? Now, I'm sorry, Malloy, just to say this straight off the bat, but if you are our friend Will Brooks... You would have come in with detailed notes whether or not this man that's lecturing them about Asian history is telling the truth or not. Ryan, did you notice what he was talking about? No, I didn't. The Battle of Sekigahara. Does that sound familiar? You did that as a question on the show. Yes. One time when you did a... Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I did it twice, actually. Who won? The East. I knew it. Ryan, I can tell you that everything he's saying is true. Is it? Yeah. Are you Asian? Were you there? Are you a little bit Asian? A little bit. I'll keep coming just so, you know, we can hang out together. Okay, good. On the topic of the the hens thing, I actually ran into two hens on the way here. Oh, really? How are they? They were on my street for some reason. Wait, what? Yeah, there's always a hen outbreak at Bartek's house. Wait, what? I don't know. Like, I... I was walking, like, towards the bus stop. I hear a weird noise next to me. I turn and there are just two hens. And you're like, ah... So you're telling me you want pen- pet chickens now? Happy birthday, Bartek. I'm I was going to say, chickens. if you wait another five minutes, the person comes out in the chicken costume and chases them back in. No, the picture is actually just Owen Wilson with a chicken morphed on his Maybe face. Yeah, it's just like a little tied on with a rope. I don't know how to do full screen business either. Wow, I love how you've got one photo in your, <laughs> in your phone. And then an ad comes up. It's one photo. I've never looked at it. It's one photo with his Bartek has had this It's a new photo. It's a new phone. Bartek has had this phone for weeks. And the only photo he's taken is that of two chickens. Can you make that your lock screen and then you just complete the cycle? It's amazing. Help me do it and I will. That's amazing. (laughs) 
So the highlight of your photographic See, memories. I would I would have assumed there were like sample photos on there, like on a computer, but I guess not. No. Uh, excuse me. Have we not talked about Jim here, the best character? We vaguely as well? talked about him. Can we talk about Jim because he's not in the movie as much as I would like him to be? I really thought that. I don't know if you thought this, Batek. You've seen it before. No, no, no. And Malloy, maybe you thought this because you're a fresh comer. But he said in one scene, he goes, you know, I used to bully a kid in school. And I know if I saw him today, he would thank me because it helped him grow as a person. I know what you're going to say. And I thought the same thing. You thought it was Joe Vitt Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't. Oh, yeah, that would have been really good. It would have been like this. Drill bit. Drill bit. I know that doc. <laughs> and I, then, like, I came up with the name. I came up. I, I stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I really thought that it would be like drill bit. would be like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then there would have been like some character growth I, between the two of them. Like, I guess what? Like you, maybe, maybe the dad was right. You know what? I think it's exactly the same as that favorite character of yours from Baby's Day Out. This oh, John Hughes this is a genius in that he sets things up to establish that there is a world in this film. I'm glad that a world exists in a film. There is a kid out there who was bullied and he might thank the guy. He might hate him. The guy might be wrong. He, he might, might be become homeless but like and what then go to Canada to be homeless. But like what you See, were... now that's an ambitious story I've ever heard of. But that's like, a man with a plan. But like what you were saying earlier, Ryan, it's like wow. a setup for a different movie. John Hughes, you're a genius. It's like he was sequel baiting us again. John the Hughes, baby goes were the to Breakfast China. Club? Were they still friends after the the Saturday? What happens when the guy lowers his fist from being pumped in the air? Is he going to be pumped in the air the rest of his life? Is he going to die with his fist in the air? Judd Nelson What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And sadly, we never got these questions answered in the sequel. When I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off, was he sick or was he faking? I don't know. These are the questions I ask. Were there was there ever a seventeenth candle? Why were they pretty in pink and not pretty in purple? Did Long Duck Dong have a good life? Home Alone. Why were there so many of them? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when that train was going to crash. I'm just sitting here waiting to go. Come on, come on, come Why? on. <laughs> it's because you didn't yeah. join. It. It's because you didn't join. It. Well, That's I was what? watching the train from across the lake. I'm just like John come Hughes. On. Come on. Did you make go weird on. science? I can't remember. Oh, John no. Hughes. Why did you make <laughs> one of my favorite comedy films of all time? Planes, trains, and automobiles. And why do people not acknowledge that film way more as your best film? And the fact that you actually can do films with adults and not just teenagers. And the fact that the films you do with adults I find far more complex. Such as Uncle Buck. That has kids. But damn is that a good story for adults. Yeah, it was a really good story. The whole like father getting to know his children more. And the whole journey of the travel. It's a really good film. Uncle Buck or plays trains? Plays trains and automobiles. All right, all right. Because I'm like, he's an uncle, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they both have John Candy. Yeah, it's true. I love in Uncle John Buck. Candy. Have you seen Uncle Buck, Bartek? I'm not sure that I have. Wow, you're missing out. Macaulay Culkin's in it too. And in Uncle Buck, there's a great scene. It's all silent. Uncle Buck's just like looking through the family photos. He sees like the wedding photos and he's not in any of them. And he's like, huh. And he like really calmly, no, no, no dialogue, just grabs out a photo and he un- he grabs out a photo out of the out of the book and he unfolds it and they folded him in the photo underneath so you wouldn't see him. Mm. And it's like oh, heartbreaking. That's what this film had for me. It's John Hughes magic and Seth Rogen magic of they do know how to do heartbreaking moments. Like it is tragic that um 
this relationship is forever doomed, yet it will work, you know, it does work in the end, but she's drawn to these kind of men, and he doesn't want to be that type of man, he does want to be Dr. Ilbert, it's something he would like to be, he's a man without a direction in life, and I think we can all empathise with that kind of character, because we don't always know where we're going to go, sometimes life takes us in interesting places, sometimes, like the breakfast club, you become a teacher like Bartek, sometimes you work in, in with children like Malloy, sometimes yeah. you pretend to be a substitute teacher when you're being a bodyguard, like and yourself, like and sometimes, me, yeah exactly, and sometimes you're called a Jimi Hendrix lookalike, and you're hired to be spontaneous, he didn't hire him, he just emerged from the bushes, <laughs> yes, that's the next question, John Hughes. Was he hired? Was he just spontaneous? No, he lives in the bushes. Is he homeless as well? Yeah, he's he also a substitute teacher. Did he steal money? Does he want to go to Canada? Is he Danny McBride in disguise? I never can saw them in the he, same frame. Is this he, just a film about homeless people wanting to travel to Canada? Can he do anything except perform? No, but he knows how to love. If a man constantly performs, is that performing? It's performing, not pre. But yes, it happened in the past. But, 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 did you make weird science? <laughs> no, I didn't. Hold on to that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Just reminding the audience that we're holding on to it. Hold uh, on to weird science. Put it in the back pocket. You know, there's a Kurt Russell movie in which he's a scientist, and it's um, my was it like my computer wore tennis shoes? <laughs> it's it a, sounds familiar. It's actually. a fun film. I remember it thoroughly because there's an episode of Malcolm in the Middle, again, Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. in which you're hanging out with Stevie's parents and uh, Stevie's parents are hanging out with uh, Malcolm's parents and Lois and Stevie's mum both really love Kurt Russell and they're like, oh yes, the computer walked out of shoes. And I'm like, that's a film? And my mum loves Kurt Russell. And she's like, it's an amazing film. He's so hot in it. And I'm like, oh, well, there you go. That's a clarify. Really and then crap. she punched you. And, it's like, and then she punched you. And, the then, and then she punched you and said, did John Hughes make weird science, Ryan? And I'm like, later, later. All right, look. I, I actually like, do know is. the answer. Wait, here it is. Yeah. He really gives a good look at his dick. Well, bum. No, no. He was facing forward just then, Owen Wilson. Oh, good point. I do, what did you think of Aloy of this tied in moment here? Did you think it paid off? Um, I thought it was a really interesting twist, but I thought it was going to pay off a little bit more than it did. Well, what Josh Peck knows now. And also, I do like the fact they do look related. Mm. Like, sitting next to each other. I could yeah. see, like, how you would cast those she two. She didn't look too unlike the mum from... Drake, Drake and Josh. Josh. Yeah. Is she the mum? No. Wait, I'll ask again. Is she the mum? Ryan, Weird Science was made by Ongo Boingo. Ongo Boingo, the lead singer and... Writer is Danny Elfman. Yes. Boingo, Boingo suck and are amazing at the same time. They're in so many of Rodney Dangerfield's movies. Really? Because he loved them. He thought they were a great party band. There's a film of his, a famous one, called Back to School, in which he goes back to school. Oh, cool. And they're the college band. It's like Billy Madison, but for older comedians to go to college instead of primary school. Or what was it? Elementary school. Yeah. Can you imagine if he did that and Adam Sandler did Billy Madison now at his age? <laughs> and he has the exact same level of energy as a... Of Is a, he still like the son of a... like? Yeah, he's still yeah. the son of the same guy. <laughs> but, yeah. but like, his, his performance-wise, he has the same level of energy Adam Sandler does. Also, hold on to Adam Sandler for the end of this as well. I'm always holding on for Adam Sandler. I'm always holding Adam. We haven't done a film yet. Well, I mean, it doesn't really count. No, we haven't had Adam on the show, but we've had Josh Beck, 
twice. We've had Adam Sandler's <laughs> really? singing voice. We've had Josh Beck on this episode and on Snow Day, but we've never done Adam Sandler directly. That sounds fascinating well, to me. Well, he's, he's appreciated all the time. In the film Big Stand, there, he has a cameo, but it's just his singing voice in a prison shower room. You wouldn't know it's him unless you Unless you're up. told that it's Adam Sandler. It's like, oh, yeah, it is his voice. And even then, you're like, mm. so It's a Rob Schneider film. We thought it was Rob Owen Schneider. Owen Wilson here is an old man looking at another old man. Yeah. I mean, he's 18. Does he just say he look really old to you? I wonder how old he actually was, because Josh Peck, we know, is the age. I mean, Filkins clearly has, like, that look in his eye of, like, I've seen shit that Owen Wilson was kind of trying to say he had. Are you saying that he's a war veteran? I'm not saying he's a war veteran, but I think that he's... I say seen shit, but he's probably done the shit. Um, Put that in quote. Filkins done the shit. I thought this movie was really going to be about a guy pretending to be a drill instructor to pick up chicks. And I wasn't half wrong. Yeah, no, no. You were, <laughs> you were partially right. You were definitely partially right. And look, look who's the nurse. We'll see the nurse. Have we missed her already? We did see her in one shot, but I don't <sighs> know if she comes back. She's the teacher from before. Oh, your favourite character? Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I also love how they just showed Owen Wilson's got a fucked up nose. Also, if I got if I if I was pretending to be your bodyguard and I got punched, would you be like, "Of course, he's homeless." I mean, I mean, I think they're more focusing on the fact that uh, Philkin said he was homeless. Yeah, but that doesn't. But they don't believe anything he said. They're more like, "You got punched," and he's like, "Come on, guys, it hurt." Yeah, exactly. He's just he's doing that sympathy thing, and this is where the whole thing falls apart for him. I'm pretty sure if I'm correct. Also, I no, not yet. No, he builds it, up their trust, in... and then they go inside. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know if this is something to think about. But earlier in the scene where we were talking about the flesh, you know, the gum, was it? Wasn't it kind of established that the bullies were older? Yeah. Why the... were they in the same class? Why were they in the same class? It's because they're dumb. Because they're dumb. Are they dumb? Yeah, Josh I Peck. They were getting was, kept I don't down. think Josh Peck was in that class. I don't know if he was there, but, like, they don't really come across as dumb. They're just kind of sadistic. My favourite moment in the film involves Peck. Can I say it? Yeah. The party. At the end, there's a party. And I said to myself, hey, where's Josh Peck? And as soon as I said that, it cuts to him outside the house, kissing a chick. Mm. Then to be like, Man, I'm loving this. And then someone, and then his buddy calls him and he just runs away from kissing a hot chick. It was my favorite moment because I said, Hey, where's Josh Peck? And it just, like, I love that relationship. The timing. Of, no, but it's only not only that, but I love the relationship of in movies, you have the secondary bully characters in TV shows as well, you know, like yeah. Nelson has, what's his name, Jimbo, and all that, you know. And Jimbo, they, yeah, he's in a crew. Yeah, but he's like the secondary one, like, he's his right hand bully. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Because, what's the other one? Kearney is a full-grown adult. And there's that... Other one. The Hebrew one. Yeah, the the other one. But my thing <laughs> I'm trying to say is, I always love secondary bully characters because it feels like they don't have a life outside of the bully. Mm. And in this movie, it kind of shows you that. Like, he's making out with a girl, but then he would totally dump any form of happiness for himself yeah, to, to be a bully. I mean, he's the perfect henchman in this film. That's he's, what he is. But he's, a- he's also a traitor. To the cause. Well, yeah, isn't, isn't that the whole stereotype that they do for a lot of these films? Like, the guy's always looking out for himself, and he's willing to sell himself. So that's that. life, Malloy. If you fell, I'd say you were a bully. 
He's Malloy's getting arrested by the cops, and I'd be like, he was such a fucking bully. You know, he came into the studio here and said, hey, this is my show now. It's the Malloy Hour. And I said, hey, Queen of England, calm your rolls. And he just slapped me in the back of his hand, and I said, yes, Malloy. It's spit and Malloy now. No, it's Malloy. There's no Polish it identity. Malloy and Polish. <laughs> it's Malloy and the Herp Derps. You're, you're not Polish, Malloy. Why do I remember that? Because I remembered it. I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm glad there's a reference. Yeah, no. It was His a... year 12 media product assignment was a podcast Yeah, we Malloy did a podcast. We called Malloy the <laughs> Was it any good? <laughs> no, not really. Actually, no, I had some... Remember, we, we did that whole um, what was it practical... That? It was basically just talking about random gibberish. But like the whole... The, yeah, pretty much. Except, For VCE, yeah. Yeah, except but the difference was... When we, we had someone who came in about halfway through, so we did this full <laughs> trapdoor thing where they would knock on the table and then slowly come up as they would introduce themselves because we recorded half the podcast and they answered. Wait, I thought it was that I said, I wish he was here, and then we made a sound effect like, oh, you appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, because he wasn't originally there, yeah. and then halfway through recording, he turned up at the door outside. Nice. So nice. we paused That's it, a brilliant and idea. then we recorded it on the back. That's a brilliant idea. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to delete my voice for all of this <laughs> podcast and... And then enter halfway through, which is now. Man, I wish Ryan was here. Oh, oh my god, Ryan's here! Whoa! Just like six years ago. And I'm out of a trap door. Hey guys, (laughs) Hey guys. Hey listening people. You're listening listening to Spin Polish Presents halfway through. Now we have to talk about Metroid. Where did you get the trap door from? I carry it with me. Oh wow, that's that's a lot of strength. I'm pretty strong. I'm like Owen Wilson level. Whoa, we're watching <laughs> Owen Wilson? What? I love that guy. You know, he's got a brother called Luke. He was he was Kelso's older brother in that 70s show. Really mm. great talent. You know, really great guy. He was in old school with Will Ferrell. Um, we had that same conversation just right before you he came was in, in. He was the main guy in Idiocracy, which also had Stephen Root. Wait, Stephen Root's in this movie? Yeah. Whoa, boy. Hey, is that Bus Kid? No, that's Owen Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> yes, bus kid from all those other right. films. Oh, that's a picture of the two twins and they're in the exact same pose. That's cute. I did like that joke, actually. The whole running joke with the twins that are doing the exact same thing at all times. I like brilliant. the fact that they're buff. <laughs> yeah, and the dad's like, oh, pose for us, yeah. yeah. And they show no muscle. <laughs> they're just really thick. But not fat. You can tell that they're like beefcake kids, but they have no muscle. Beefcake. Yeah. Was that a reference? That was a reference. Was oh, that a reference to the fact that I love beef and cake? Also- Who doesn't like beef and cake? Uh, vegetarians and vegans. It was actually Which a- people don't like beef and cake? Vegans. It was actually a people. season... <laughs> it was actually a season one South Park reference. Thing. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me, I know. I've watched the Starvin' Marvin episode. Was it that particular episode? No. No, it was not. Um, uh, maybe. No, no, he does get incredibly fat in that episode because Starvin' Marvin's like... Please feed th- me. Was it was it the second episode with the beefcake thing? Like the one where Mr. Garrison's trying to kill that woman? Look, guys, there's many things that happen in South Park, but does any of them have Leslie Mann wanting to fuck Dr. Owen Wilson? Don't think so. Surprisingly not, not yet. Not South Park, oh, they give it another three seasons. Who knows? Oh, wow. Hey, Leslie Mann, you want to fuck? <laughs> Paper cutout. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbing the pavement again. Have they made fun of Owen Wilson at all? I'm sure they oh, must have. I'm sure they must With that voice, they oh, have to at wow. least have done once. Hey, guys. I, mean, I know Owen Robot Wilson. Chicken has. Oh, wow. Hey. Hey, guys. That's Leslie Mann. 
<laughs> yeah, but Rollins having sex with her, so it works out. The and, voice uh, transfers. Trey Parker doing uh, Leslie Mann's voice would be like him doing like what's Stan's dad's name? Randy. Randy. It'll be like he does Randy, yeah. Yeah. He would do it like Randy, like how Randy does Lord. <laughs> We'd be like, it's me, Leslie Mann. I can't do Randy, but you know what I mean. It's me, Lord. <laughs> Did you hear about how Lord responded to that? She liked it, right? She not only liked it, but went around saying that she was Stan's dad for a while <laughs> and that wish she had half the talent that he did. I remember I saw one video um, which was like, oh, Lord does the Lord voice from South Park, but it's her like talking about it and then in the middle she's like, oh yeah, and then he does his voice like this and like just offhandedly not even putting effort. Yeah. It's like, oh, that wasn't really, felt a bit clickbaity, Ryan. Felt like I didn't get my money's worth. Well, it's okay because Josh Peck's going to save you through it. <laughs> Yeah, I actually do love this whole like story arc of him end up doing the right thing. I love when characters do the right thing. It really makes me empathise with mean, them. I mean, yeah, exactly. Ryan, cool. do you not remember Malloy's answer to the last question in the quiz? Which side is he on? He's on the side of good. Yeah. <gasps> I thought Malloy was evil with the backhanding and being... Oh, so you thought he was just joking. <laughs> See, no, joking. I, d- I do that for the greater good. Ah. Oh. See, it, it comes all the way back around. Kick in the face. Poor it's Danny being McBride. selfish, so I'm not selfish. Hey, does Danny McBride have long hair in real life? Because everything I've seen him in, which is admittedly two things, he's long hair. Yeah, seems like I it. feel like he wouldn't grow his hair out for the shoot. I can't remember. If Do, he... No, he did for just this. That's what I'm I, saying. Like, I then, feel like he'd he just have long hair. And then he cut I it, can't... and then he's like, fuck, I have to be in your highness. <laughs> oh, well, hair. I can't remember if he had long hair and this is the end. I don't know, I don't know. Because that's where he was playing himself. Quote, well, maybe, you know... He probably did. Maybe, maybe not. But you know what? This film really has heart. Mm. That That's the thing that... Why were they just at this restaurant, by the way? Uh, why did they like not a... invite their other son? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <he's> re- <laughs> because he was hanging out with his friends, I guess. It, was, it looked like a pub, almost. It was an Italian restaurant. Yeah, you're right. Look like a fucking pub. They were drinking wine, Marjack. Yeah. I love the dad's reaction is so blasé. It's like, he said we were robbed. We were just rearranged. I would be <laughs> yeah. fucking fuming if I was him. Well, yeah. I mean, high story is massage too. Now, Bartek, you're a big fan of the marijuana, which is referenced quite a lot in this movie. How big do those light switches need to be on that wall, by the way? They're huge. But... I think you're on the marijuana, Mr. Topic Change. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm clearly on PCP. Um... Angel dust, maybe? Uh, yeah, the really exciting <laughs> stuff. Marijuana just slows me. Marijuana. You also enjoy projecting, I see. Why do you have to project on me, Bartek? Your sexual inaccuracy. See, he's projecting on me now by saying... That Why are you impotent, Bartek? How do you no, project <laughs> on your projection? He's pro- because like he's so saying I, that I'm projecting, I own a but cinema. That's why projecting. he's saying that I own rice cinema, in oh. which I am a literal projector. I open up my mouth and <laughs> visual images come out with audible noises. Well, no one goes because political opinions come out at the same time. It's all the projector it comes all at once. Fuck you, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now uh, at today's film of Transformers, fucking Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> in today's Pixar movie. Bernie Sanders, more like communist. Whoa! <laughs> okay, right. In this scene here, halfway through, uh, door opens, you walk in, like, sorry I'm late, guys. And I was like, that's okay, sit down, Ryan. Then the scene plays out. What's your reaction to the scene? Oh, I see a bunch of Jersey Jews, and uh, that's about it. I, I wonder where the musical instruments are. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> what the whole it? band's here and no Excuse one's playing. Me. The Jersey Jews don't play instruments, they sing. 
They're an a cappella group. Oh, yes. <laughs> the best. Just, oh, yes. Just, just sidebar. Does he not know the Jersey boys? Like, I don't know what's happening. But Jersey Jews, yeah. Yeah, and then I see... Then I'll be like, hey, there's a pathetic fat guy. Of course I'm talking about Ryan. <laughs> You're projecting not again. Root. Not Stephen Root. <laughs> yeah. What? Talking about Philkins and he beats you up. You know what I like about this scene? Wade wears a shirt that I imagine Bartek would wear. It has that, like, little crocodile on it. You know, those shirts mm-hmm. where it has, like, the little crocodile... Like an actual, like a picture of a crocodile. Yeah, see a little crocodile, a little white oh, like that outline little logo? of a crocodile. Yeah, that's a favorite shirt. I feel like you would wear that. I mean, if I was shirtless and that shirt was there, I'd wear it. Well, obviously <laughs> it's shirt. <laughs> Unless I was going to take a bath, in which case I wouldn't wear it. In which case you would definitely wear it. Get it to stick to the crocodile. No, it's fine. But the bath it has a crocodile. They go in water. Exactly. It's built for the. It's like you wear the clothes for the situation ahead. But I'm not a rep tool. Do you also like the fact the principal's name yes. is Principal Doppler? Like he's a dope. Oh, not Doppler. I think it's one P. Oh dear. I think I saw sort of a quick shot. I I wrote it down in my notes, but I can't remember now. I think it's just one P, man. What? I like how they invite him to the house. Where's that sequence in which he fucks the mum? What if he gets invited to the house, sees the beauty in being on the side of good, and doesn't be a bully anymore? Yeah. You know what this movie reminds me of? There's a movie out right now called The Book of Henry. You boring loser. What? This guy's so nice. In that movie, they have a principal that doesn't believe the main character about a certain incident that's going on in that movie, which is like a child's being like abused by their father, and... In that movie, they don't believe it until the end, the principal. They don't believe it. That's like Stephen Root. Till the end when they had given substantial proof. Like Isaac Hayes needed yeah. in Flipper. In that movie, in Book of uh, Henry, this is true. This is a real movie. The the little girl that's being abused is that dancer from the Sia music videos. Okay. And she does this magnificent dance at the talent show. And the principal looks at her eyes and goes, oh, She is being abused. <laughs> <laughs> I must, I must do something about this. <laughs> the whole thing and yet, six months ago, the main character's telling her, look at the bruises, she's withdrawn. It's like this movie where everyone's telling them, hey, these kids are psychopaths, and the principal's like, fool me once, shame you on you, tell me more, I don't listen. <laughs> it kind of Wait, also... when did he get fooled once? I thought well, he never the, bullies are, the bullies are fooling him. Yeah, okay, no, fair enough. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It kind of reminds me a bit of The Boy Next Door. Like, there's a whole secret thing there, but you can't talk about it. Which is, this girl, she's a bit of a secret. Who is she? What's her interest? We know she likes Asian heritage and acting. But who is she well, really? The the A girl the who topic, doesn't like soda in the face. The topic <laughs> that she was, like, listening to was on Sekigahara, which is Japan, but... I said Asian area. Yeah, I know, but like, is she Japanese? Don't be racist. She's American. Uh, I will admit, when I did hear her speak, she didn't have an accent. I didn't know how to respond to that. You could say yes, you could say no. No, but you just broke me. Like, what? What? I banned myself. Express your feelings, Malloy. This is is an intervention. Bartek and I allow you to express yourself. Like, look, he's got a little crocodile on his shirt again. And it's a red, red, red shirt now, which means he's going to die. What's wrong, Malloy? Why can't you express yourself? We're open here. You're allowed to feel things Jersey in this podcast. Jersey Jews, Asian heritage. No, I, I get it, but... What do you get, chlamydia? Because we already established <laughs> it's different from gonorrhea, which Bartek has. Well, I can't get both of them, so what uh, are you going to do? You can. Ask Charlie Sheen. try Sheen. hard. Did he have both? 
No, he had AIDS, and that's my defence. <laughs> oh, sorry. back around. Sorry, part of my defence. Okay, well, that's all right. It's, it's the other part hey, of the video. Hey, that kid's wearing a Beavers and Butthead shirt. Mike Judge. Is Who? Make that. Actually Who like Beavers and Butthead? does work with Stephen Root. Root. Because he made Beavers and Butthead and King of the Hill. And, and Idiocracy. And Wilson's in that film. And Office Space as well. Ryan... Let's not talk about work. We're talking about things that Mike Judge has made. Mike Judge's best film is Office Space, by far. By far. Fart. <laughs> you said by fart. Malloy, the why, humor on this why show. are you afraid of bullies? I'm not afraid of bullies. Oh, so you're a bully, huh? I thought you said police. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons for that one. Wait, Bartek, Bartek. Didn't I say police? <laughs> Maybe I was projecting. I don't know. Ooh, Bartek doesn't like the police. They, don't, they don't treat me well because I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> fuck the police. All I want them is to talk to me and they ignore me. I just want them to fuck me over like regular police officers yeah. by pressing charges that don't stick. But you, they you stain at... my career as a substitute teacher <laughs> standard. You had me before you said the word over. How am I supposed to get in trouble and then get all the bad girls if the police don't even pay attention to me? Can we know that Emmett's a real hero here? Because he's like, I won't die because you're not my friends, and then leaves. <laughs> I like the hands. Wait, wait, can we, can we look at him go down the stairs? He's germaphobic, clearly, but he wants to touch the rail. Like He wants to look like he's doing that, but he doesn't do it. <laughs> I hope that's an actor's It's like the choice. hover hand of a handrail. It's amazing. Yoshimitsu and Jack. Can I just say uh, the hands for leaving is the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I I'm just gonna leave. Screw you guys, I'm going to home. <laughs> I clearly like the fact that this room has everything you want as a teenage boy. Like, it has Stewie, I didn't see TV, I it has I have the street, I'm the dream. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But really, the inspirational quote for the generation. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's what the kids are saying. Wasn't that, Mar- wasn't that Martin Luther King's thing? Yeah, um, Junior. Yeah. yeah. A senior would have said, I was the street. And that's why he said, I have the street. I have the dream. I, I know. I am the street. <laughs> I have the street. I am the dream. Okay. What is that statement? There's now, an image you can make. I don't know. That's a pretty good statement. Have you that's guys... like the perfect t-shirt statement. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> now, guys, you guys have been friends for a while. Have you ever been in a fight? Physical? I don't think so. Dude, I've been in more fights with Bartek's brother than I have with Bartek. Is it because Bartek's brother's a legend? No, it's because Bartek's brother would just run up and try and ground pound you with doing nothing. (laughs) That was funny. Wait, wait. Why is is your evil brother doing that? (laughs) Because he thinks it's funny. And he's not entirely wrong, but... (laughs) Okay, okay. So you've been in physical fight. Bartek, you? Physical fight with your brother? Does he do that to you? This is a new character development in your brother. <laughs> I mean, when like, we were younger, we might have fought. What, the suplexing, <laughs> wrestling brother of Bartek is all not I know a about new character. Bar- all I know about Bartek's brother is he's a bit of a quiet guy, a bit of a loner. Not really, not really. You've listed these things as things he does. He will spend 12 hours watching the I Am Number One video straight. <laughs> okay, he's got a good eye. He's got live on control. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most inspirational thing I've ever heard in my life. I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't say and he, that he, and he also doesn't drop cats. I wouldn't say that he would do it. I'm just saying that he did do it. <laughs> okay, he did do it and would do it again. 
Well, yeah. see, that's where you're jumping to conclusions. Yeah, I'm going to ask your brother, because I know him like my right hand. He'll say, yeah, and he'll run up and suplex you onto the ground. <laughs> no, he's he, no, he, younger. He's 18 now. So nah. he doesn't suplex people anymore? No, nah, oh, he just no. molests them. You know, he's a full grown-up now. He no, that's after like... the suplex. Oh, Is that man. a fake spider next to the... Well, now it cut away. We can't answer that. The just answer assume, was, yeah. it's the streets. I am the streets. I have the streets. I am a dream. Well, they are on the street now. <laughs> I was going to say, just assume it's a fake spider, because I doubt they got a giant real spider to put on the Well, show. I know. I, I want it to be a fake spider, because then I can ask why. Now... I like how he said, oh, you'll be trespassing, but he invited them, really. Yeah, it's not trespassing if you invite them. That's a that's a social. I don't know rule. how true that is. That is one hundred percent true. Hey, what look. if you're living with someone else and there you're not there and you invite them in? What do you mean? Well, I'll just say come over to my place and you're not there. But you said that's still together. an invitation. Okay. If they broke in, then it would be breaking in. But if they're standing at your front door, hey, look, bus kid. Yeah. See, this is where, when you said, I didn't know till this point, I thought that was the exact moment when you realised. You know, the shading on his face made it look a little intense, except that he looks a bit Too sort much. of dweeby, so not really. I like how this chick is just, think about her night. She's yeah, having a fun night, then this weird kid just grabs <laughs> you by the head, both hands, squeezes it and gives you a kiss. She was just looking for a nice night out, you know, maybe she wanted that large bowl of dip thing? Uh, you know, I was going to say, it looks more like She went up the stairs, and that last shot, she was clearly going down. I love how room. he was having a conversation before this happened. Like, I, what yeah. was he talking about? They're talking about, yeah, you know, this, uh, hey, this is my fridge. I like Owen Wilson. Oh, two boys. Now, notice underage. this munchies guy. He comes back yeah. later. He comes back later at the end to thank them. And he's like, thanks, guys. I've been wanting to do that for years. You're such, oh, now this, I cheered. <laughs> Didn't you? I love how they just got fucking straight into it. Like, <laughs> yeah. they didn't do any pussyfooting about. It was, it was a like, great moment. Now fucking be like Batman v Superman, grab a sink off the wall and bash his head in. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just uh, go, like, full hull. And then, and then, then, then you just... find out your mother's name is the same as his mother's name, and then your friends. Your <laughs> mum's name is Mingji as well. Do you love the fact, Bartek, in the film Batman v Superman... The reason Batman and Superman stop fighting is their mums have the same name. That really does sound like an unappreciated masterpiece style ending. Yeah. I was wrong. It was pretzels. Oh, it didn't look like pretzels in the other show. It looked like dip, didn't it? Yeah. Looked like dip or dog doo-doo. It didn't really look like... But, uh, apparently, apparently Malloy can't tell the difference between dip or dog doo-doo. Well, we can prank him, Brian. <laughs> oh! He'll eat the dip, but then he'll be poo-poo. No, oh! no, 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 no. He'll think he's eating poo-poo, but it's dip! Oh. <laughs> he'll feel silly. He'll get nutrients instead of bacteria. And, oh, well, shit. I imagine you still get nutrients from poo, but, like, not as much as... As the bacteria, yeah. As bacteria. Well, nutrients have bacteria in them. But bacteria is bacteria, and bacteria is yucky. Well, well it depends on the bacteria. Some, sometimes you need bacteria, you know, anti-venom, you know? You need, you need stuff to help your immune system, buddy. And maybe Malloy's figured it out. Yeah. Eating wait poo and getting it stuck in yeah, his braces. Survival of the wait food. a second. Oh, God, here the braces wait, wait. makes here it, it so much worse. I'm never going to leave you. Ronnie, you're missing out. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. See, look, doesn't he push him? I don't... Yeah, but... I think... Uh, I think this is the one time he actually pushes the... No, he does physically fight them, but like... Well, that's because the other guy started it. Yeah, exactly. Well, they started it, to be honest. Well, no, the, the, the henchman never actually laid a chart laid a finger on them I hope not first I hope not that's without consent that's wrong no no I mean 
They're bullies. Hey, yo, yo. Wait, 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 wait. Is Josh Peck 18 or not? No, he's 17. Oh, thank God. I can't punch him then. Is he actually 17? Or did he just say that? Like, that's don't... something I was I wondering. believed him. Also, can we know that this kid's fighting technique is to hump leg? <laughs> well, not really, but... Hump leg. Yeah. I mean, he I so thought leg. he was going to do, like, a suplex or something. I like well, he actually got him on the ground. I actually like he is punching him and getting him down. And then Josh oh, yeah, Peck... Yeah, does a Kirk punch? Does a, does a low <laughs> the double, uppercut. The d- no, double fisted uppercut. What is, is it still an uppercut? When I think uppercut, I think like whole fist, like, like, bam. But he did it like a swing, like a golf. Well, he still didn't like the uppercut motion of like down up. No, he didn't. But he was like low. He, yeah, yeah, I guess he did it like a swing of a baseball bat, like across. He did it with one arm. No, he did no, it with both. He it was did like it, both together, kind of yeah, like that. He did a double oh, punch. Like that. He did a double punch. Oh, so that's like a pile driver going up or something? Yeah, cr- up and across. I don't think it's yeah. a pile driver. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you're I, right. I, you know, I, there's I some word mean. for it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely It's called the Kirk too. punch because Captain yeah, like, Kirk did it all the time <laughs> did he? I think I'm in thinking, Star Trek. He did the double punch. I think I'm thinking more of like a hammer, but you're swinging upwards. Why did you say did he? Like, I don't know, Captain Kirk. I don't. But did he do the double punch? Well, here's the thing when i think of star trek the double punch isn't really the thing that people talk about yeah it's the ripped shirts the aliens yeah exactly yeah but that is one of his classic fighting moves that and rolling for no reason oh yeah i've heard of rolling i've, seen I've heard rolling. of rolling i have well, like, i've heard of rolling you play Smash Brothers, you do a previous rolling. generations rollings were a thing well when i was young i used to roll yeah but then it got outlawed when the fire nation attacked <laughs> Malone and I were talking about rolling on the yeah, bus full, here. Yeah, full list is just a story about rolling, isn't it? Yeah, we're talking yeah about, exactly. We're talking about We Can Be Heroes and how one of the stories was about a lady who wanted to roll. I loved We Can Be Heroes, the Chris <sighs> Lilly show. She was my favourite storyline. Why? What do you mean? We Can Be Heroes was terrible. Was it? Yeah. Malloy doesn't like Chris Lilly's style. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing, Malloy. I yeah. think it's unfair of you to say it was straight off terrible because you personally don't like that comedian's style. In terms of things like, I don't really love Adam Sandler, but I can look at The Wedding Singer and go, that's good. You know, I don't really care for it, but that's good. But I think you have to give Chris Lee a, a break, because Summer Heights High and We Are Heroes, uh, We Can Be Heroes, are definitely his strongest of his material. Whether you like his material or not, you should at least wear on the fact that they are good for what he does. Not just terrible. Now, if you were saying, like, Jonah's series or or Jemay's, I may be like, okay, okay, they weren't as good, but, you know. I like Jonah's. I like Jermaine's better because I hated Jonah as a character more. Okay. I hated him. In, he was my least favorite in Summer Heights High. I'm like, okay, because everyone quoted him. They were like, puck you, miss. I'm like, but come on. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mr. Yeah, G's I... the best. <laughs> I know. I was in a year 12 media film where I was a Mr. G-like character. But you're wrong. We Can Be Heroes had a great storyline of a chick. This is an Australian comedy show for those not in the know. And the whole storyline is... Much. One chick is possibly up for Australian of the Year because she's going to roll from Perth to yeah. Uluru. Okay, here's which the- is a long distance. She does competitive rolling, and and her story is great. It's actually the emotional story because she's. Like, I liked Ricky Wong's best. My problem really? with it is it was a two-minute joke that got dragged out of into a series. Here's the funny thing: you're wrong, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that is wow, funny. such defense. <laughs> because isn't every joke just three seconds long? No, because here's the thing. Hey, here's a joke. Is- you. Now stretch it out for two hours. You have to go, you, and then you Look at this. Out. Here, like... Throws a sword. All right, so he, here's the thing. I want you to see if this looks slightly like the ticket. 
No, it looks exactly like a thumb. No, no, wait. wait. Uh, a pinky. Yep, looks exactly like a pinky. Still looking like... Oh, it's pinky. Oh, yeah, okay. I watched it on a three-inch display because the thing wasn't loading properly. But <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. Definitely looks like a pinky. Uh, Ryan, you have to take into account his context. He watched it on a three-inch oh, display. Oh, that's part of his defense. And he also had AIDS. You know, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. You'd be, you'd be surprised. One of the side effects of AIDS they don't tell you about is videos load terribly. Was AIDS the thing in South Park that was killed by money? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Because that basketball player still has AIDS. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's still around. He still has AIDS, but he's still alive. Here's the thing. He I gave love how me the AIDS. Po- I love how the police would rather arrest the dude than help the one that's brutally injured. <laughs> well, well, I mean, to be fair, the guy the- did just throw a sword. Don't, don't a few more police come up to him, him and Yeah, help but, him but after his thumb's been run over. I mean, finger's been run over. Look, look how much time it took. They should have been on him straight away. <laughs> they were off camera. Right? What were they doing? They're waiting for the laughing. <laughs> they were snorting cocaine because they know Charlie Sheen. Because every character that's off screen's doing drugs, no, Ryan, according no, to Ryan. Malloy. Yeah, exactly. The reason why they were doing drugs is because they only respect people who do drugs. Ah, uh, is it like undercover cop? Look, 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 munchies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dudes, thanks. Maybe he was about to do it at the fridge, but then he got to, he turned away. He's like, I can't punch him in the face. I'm looking at the back of his head. But you just missed the best quote. Dude, this is going to be so bloggable. That's what all the millennials are saying. No, he should have said no, vloggable. Say, no, blog. This was before vlogs proper. Well, there, were, there were some famous vloggers, or famous YouTube Yeah, but YouTube bloggers. wasn't as big of a thing. Kev Jumba, dude. I don't know who that is. It's Kev Jumba. Oh, well, you, you said it a second time. That nailed it down. I like that this couple is believable. I feel like it's not like he just ends with getting the girl. Like I still feel like they still have things to work out, but he does deserve a kiss. She, he, he she, stood up for her honor. Yeah. He 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 got his ass kicked, but he still tried. And I think that's a sweet thing. And they're both nerdy in their own right. She showed an interest in him in the first place. She should and have tied it to Sekigahara. Watch this scene. Yeah. So hand around and look at how they're looking at each other, especially Emma. And he's like, yeah, yeah, right. Like with the <laughs> eyebrows, and then. Just this. Just. And he's rubbing his hand up and down. Okay, yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I see and it. And with the kind of very gay nature of the character already, I'm like, mm, I wonder if that's them trying to be a little yeah, bit subtle no. in this movie. Well, no, I could be reading and into it. And who is this guy? Oh, that's my dad. That's <laughs> no, that, was, that was the guy from earlier, remember? No, I'm talking about my dad. Of course I remember him from earlier <laughs> in life. He was there. When they, I love that, yes, it's the previous bodyguard. I love that his punishment is he gets sent to his parents. That's because he was underage drinking, Ryan. Yeah, that's it. Not mutilation of another, physical violence, none of that. Yeah, underage drinking. And his parents are fuming mad about I, that. I guess in a way... Wait, can we look at his... Mm, yum. Oh, I guess in a way, the underage drinking hold on to that on my end, like with you with Weird Science. Weird Science and Adam Chandler. From my heart and from my hand. Hey, have you ever... I've seen it, yeah. ...got your finger sewn back on before? No, I no. haven't. What about a toe? toe? No. What about a penis? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> I knew that would be a maybe from you guys and a yes from yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Look at that photo. Look how they're all together. Wait, are you no. saying that yours doesn't fall off? Mine's detachable. There's a whole song about it called Detachable Penis. But is it about yours? Is it by the no, Jews? No, it's about... Huh? Is it by our Jews? Not our Jews, the Jersey Jews. Yeah. Our Jews are different. Ah. Our Jews... Are they the pirate Jew community? <laughs> our Jews are the the gypsy band. Oh, no, of course. Of Jews. Of course. Or just gypsy. 
Oh, the hugging. That no, means their relationship no, they're not hugging. Cool. She's she's being cradled. And now they're hugging. No, she's still being cradled. And now he's going to jail. He's going to die. So. <laughs> Wow. He's going to die, Ryan. He's going to die. I don't know. It's so funny. Malloy, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah. Classic Malloy. Classic Malloy. I agree, Malloy. What's your strong feelings? Oprah. Malloy, the movie just ended. Oh. What did you think of the film? I loved it. About as... like I'm talking to Malloy right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. Malloy, why are you being so silent? Is it because you got up halfway through us talking just to go to the toilet, even though you said you were fine before we started? No. Not cool, Malloy. I'm here. Malloy, come here. Yeah, I'm here. No, I know that's you, Josh Peck. Don't confuse me about it. Sorry, Mano Mano La Mancha. Um, can we please this? Well, our, our, our guest Malloy's gone to excuse himself in the bathroom. Can we talk about how Malloy and Bartek back in the day did a podcast commentary track? Oh, yeah. What film? Sharktopus, I believe it was. And what happened in that commentary track? Uh, Well, it was a blind commentary track. We watched the film for the first time as we recorded it. And what happened? Did you listen to it? No, but what happened? Is that the one where you had to stop it? Oh, right, yes! Because my lawyer had to go to the (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would never happen twice. It's statistically impossible! (laughs) I Oh, I never left! What are you talking about? Oh, well, he was talking while we... Were yeah, no, there's just the my throat was a little blocked so, up. So, Malloy, give us your review and rating. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love this film. Um, It had some major pacing points where I'm like, oh, this could be a little bit quicker or this could be a little bit better. But there was definitely some really big highlights in this that I thought, this is actually really well written. Also, watching this the second time, there's a lot more intelligent motifs and actual messages and story yeah, points. Yeah, communism's good, yeah. And uh, also more, and more inches Any on film that can say communism is good is alright in my books but that's, no, that's all films yeah exactly that's what I'm saying but that's what I'm saying overall this is a really well done film and there's a couple of moments I'm like oh it could be a little bit tweaking here a little bit tweaking there but overall really enjoyed it I reckon I give it half a finger out of a forward that's pretty that's pretty average Bartek, yeah. what about you I love this film the first time I watched it I love the film the second time I watched it. And this third time... Mamma mia! Connecting the index finger and the thumb to give it like a yes. A good. Very good. That means okay. Yeah, that means mamma mia. Except is it missing a gap because the finger's gone? It's kind of like... Well, if it was the pinky then... Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of like a... But I I said the index. Mamma mia! (laughs) Mamma mia! Mamma mia, papa Keep Keep going, brave soul. This film can be classified as a coming-of-age film in many, many different forms. Like, we mentioned that it is a coming-of-age film for the boys. You know, they're entering high school. Uh, they want it to be cool. And, I, I found, you know, I found that kind of cute at the very beginning. Like, they, we want to be cool. It was a very pure, like, this is something we need to survive. A kind of relatable goal that you could have. Um, and you also said it was a coming-of-age film for Owen Wilson, which very, very obvious near the end of the film. Like obvious. He, for most of the film, he was in a pretend mode. Like, he was pretending to be this great guy. Who am I? In a way, also pretending to be a cool guy, so we can call that a motif as well, being cool. Um, oh, wow, I'm cool. <laughs> we get this impression that, like, the You've bullies... done that voice so many times in the mirror, haven't you? 
In the mirror? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to nail it. I look in the mirror and I'm like, can you do it? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> your voice is I assume that's every morning for you once you've out the voice. credit Tekken from 1994 all the way to 2004. Good job. You yeah, were saying, Magic? Wait, what? Even though they played one of the games. They oh, needed right. to credit the entire franchise. Tekken was in there. Yeah, and they said, thank you, Namco Bandai. I'm more of a Crash Bandicoot kid, but whatever. Yeah, Naughty Dog, good. Um, oh, oh, oh this, is, this is a very important scene. Oh. No, no, seriously, guys. No, pay I, mean, I didn't this. know there was an after This is very important. Listen, this is very it. important because it has everyone's favourite moment in it. And here we go. He's now a nurse. This is what the film's telling us. Like no, 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 the important moment is that... That this is it. Okay, so the rest of my review Wait, well, is... Wait, what was that implying? It's implying that he's going <laughs> to stop bullies again. Oh, Okay. <laughs> He will punch them. But he's an actual teacher now. No, he's a nurse. He's a he's school nurse. You don't have to be a teacher. So he basically became the school punisher. Is that basically He replaced my favourite character. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Your favourite character got replaced. Well, she died, unfortunately, off screen doing drugs. Grey's Anatomy just became too <laughs> Well, when you're a nurse, you've got Well, she to injected everything. too much morphine to get over the pain and died from an OD. Grey's Anatomy is about a hospital, right? No, it's about a grey person who needs A grey some... person? Grey. Oh, right. Their anatomy, right? Oh, <laughs> that is not their anatomy. Wow, that joke went right over my head. I had a Jeez. girl. Jeez. How did I miss that? Jeez Louise. <laughs> Before you finish and give us your rating or whatever, there was a girl whatever. in my year yeah. that loves Grey's anatomy, right? And she's study- she was studying to be a nurse and she genuinely looked at me and went... I didn't know Grey's Anatomy was a medical textbook. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just her name. And I'm like, it is, but you're an idiot. Because <laughs> even I know in that show, she refers to the Grey's Anatomy all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Go on, Bartek. I didn't know it was a textbook, but now I know. But I didn't think not know. Anyway, we <laughs> see we see the bullies as this kind of like higher in the hierarchy characters, almost like they're the cool characters, which is what the other characters are. A cool cat. Cool cat. Who saves the kids? So, well, I mean, that's Owen. <laughs> have Wilson. you watched that yet? Fuck yeah. Yeah, we you have. It. Okay, I thought Bardic so. didn't love it as much as I did. Hold on a second. Hold on there. I love the, the bully. bully. <laughs> yeah. The bully, I love. Yeah, what no, about bu- Daddy Derek? <laughs> Ryan, you love Daddy Derek. Yeah. More because Cool Cat likes the boogie woogie. <laughs> he does, but the bully, the bully uh, was it for me. He was the greatest. Oh, I remember. You mean Butch the bully, who yes. literally steals candy from babies <laughs> and gets reported about on the radio for doing so. <laughs> and gets a, and, and he says, "Dag nabbit." And uh, can't get arrested because he ate all the evidence. And he kicks <laughs> sand in Cool Cat's face. Anyway, <laughs> the, I, I how many criminals have tried that? Just eat, eat everything. Stomach pump. <laughs> anyway. Coolness. Stop, he's eating the bullets. Oh. We've heard the word word motif a lot in this episode, and I think coolness definitely is one of them. You sound like you're Roger Ebert for a second there. We've heard the word word motif in this episode a lot, and it's definitely one of them, this coolness thing. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry, I got the giggles. This idea of coolness helps us see how this film is a coming-of-age film, but let's not also forget that it is a comedy film made by very comedy people. Mm. And I think that it was funny. And 
Those are all compliments, guys. I like compliments. So why, oh why, oh why is this an unappreciated masterpiece? Because John Hughes was too big. John Hughes was too big? He used a fake name, didn't he? He used a fake fucking name to make this film successful. Because you see John Hughes' name, you're like, oh, that's too much for me to handle. He's too good. It's going to be too successful. They would have sold out all the Yeah, exactly. And, and, no and it would have, got, and it would have actually caused a financial crisis. Because yeah, because no one would have, have any money, money for anything else. And then isn't it a failure, technically, yeah, exactly. because of that? And yeah. truly, that is the weird science of the situation. I know I am. I am. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. The science. See, the last time we. So the la- I don't we know science either. Science is a movie, but hold on. Yeah, no, no, no. I know you're referencing something. You know what's really funny? In, in babies, in babies day out, which was also the other John Hughes film we did. I mentioned Popeye at one point, and Ryan's like, oh, "Hold on to that." <laughs> Do you and have, like, a list of buzzwords? Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You're saying I have this so, one. So I have this one. What's your rating? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for my review. And as for my rating, I will give this film 18 candles. Great. My review will be simple and quick like the movie. Great film. I loved it. It was wonderful. It was huge. It was wonderful. I really was dedicated to the story at large. It really engrossed me and really took me. And you can feel that John Hughes magic of the early teenage years. The bullies that never really existed, but they kind of existed. And the feeling of hopelessness, but there is hope at the end of the tunnel. If I had to give this a rating, which I, of course, do, I give this Charlie Sheen's AIDS out of a defense. Oh, I think it's out of gonorrhea. <laughs> No, no Bartek and I have some comments and reviews from IMDb and YouTube. I have ones from IMDb, Bartek has ones from YouTube. Now, I'm going to Now, Bartek, from what I understand, you got these from a trailer for the film? Yes. All of them are from the same. Uh, and it's just one giant thread of discussion this week? Is that the feel? That's going to be the main course. I did put some more, but. That is going to be the most. Well, I'm going to get some IMDb reviews. The thing about IMDb, unlike YouTube, is nobody really comments back or questions these or reviews. overlooks or evaluates exactly. or, so or proofreads. I've, but... I've got an eight star review here from the year the movie came out, 2008, and it's called "I Actually Liked It." <laughs> eight stars. I'm one of those indie films or bust type of people, with my favorite movies ranging from Amelie to The Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, oh, those, I mentioned that. Those indie classics. It did so, feel kind of indie. when I saw the preview of for Drillbit Taylor, it was an immediate turn-off for me. I saw it as a boob, nuts, and ass <laughs> jokes, <laughs> a.k.a. crude teenage but comedy. But Owen Wilson was in the Darjeeling and this. And I was not excited to see it. However, an opportunity... I love this. I was not excited to see it. However, an opportunity arose to see the movie well before it came out, and I took the chance to see it. I guess a pre-screening is attractive. To my great surprise, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie to its fullest. Sure, Owen Wilson is funny, but the kids stole the show. The crude humour was left to a minimum, and the funniest lines were the really subtle ones that almost everyone missed. This movie had heart and a good message, which you don't normally see in a mainstream teenage movies, excluding Juno. Although <laughs> I know it's, I know though, I, although I know it's probably not going to make huge headlines. I feel like this movie needs more recognition than it's going to get. Just a side note: I agree with this person 100%. Needs more. Yes. I want to see this movie go big, and I'm excited to see what people say about it. So take it from me: it's funny and it's not disappointing. 
See, why is it half the reviews on this website sound like someone's nose is so far up their own ass they're looking at a moon? Why, I do, don't you, why do you have such hatred for... It's because you haven't written a review on it. I honestly... But Bartek, probably, yes. We, we have a notion on the show that some of these reviews are from another dimension. And this ah. dimension of reviews are mainly this type, which is... Just saw a sneak preview. Very funny. <laughs> what country's wrong? Oh, it's from the United States. I'm not oh. saying this is a funny, funny haha, but this one is more like all of the most of these reviews on all 11 pages of reviews were all I saw the sneak preview. Okay. Ah, uh, now. So, okay, now I understand why. Yep. It's an eight star, and it goes as such. I fully intended not to like this movie. I received free tickets from work and took my two boys because I thought they would like it. Owen Wilson was funny and sweet and looks pretty good naked. I didn't recognize the three boys. <laughs> I didn't recognize the three boys, but they were great in their roles. Owen Wilson and Josh Peck were the only two actors I recognized. But I can see the other three boys being cast in movies like this. They were believable in their roles, as much as as, as the idea of kids hiring bodyguards could be. On par with missing the plane and staying home alone, I was pleasantly surprised. All of the all of the actors were great, and I was surprised at how the time flew. The ending surprised me. It wasn't what I expected at all. I would definitely recommend this movie. Enjoy! I like how one of the actors he recognised wasn't Stephen Root, Ryan. I love how one of the actors he, they didn't recognise was um, Leslie Mann. <laughs> but they were like, yeah, Josh, Josh Peck. <laughs> so Bartek, what did YouTube have to say about the Wondermental film? So Ryan foreshadowed the long thread, but before that, I have four short comments. Ah, I love short. How the many true of them? Artistic. I love Martin Short. How many of them should I read first? Give us three. <clears throat> the first comment is negative. No. Oh, um, surely not. Negative in a thesaurus. You'll see. Also, can be uh, alternate word is fuckers. <clears throat> And the first comment is, this is a very horrible on-funny movie. I love on-funny. <laughs> with way too much time on their hands. It's made of like a singular topic, but said uh, there, so yeah, implying yeah, plural. Yeah. People who enjoy this film basically represent the main villain in this film. Wow. Society. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's quite deep. I, don't, I know they weren't trying to do that. You but... want deep? <laughs> yeah. The second comment is... Good movie for a suicide hotline. <laughs> what? That's the comment. Is that the whole thing? That's no, the whole no, thing. No. It ends with a dot 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 at the end. If that like, like there's going to be more to be said later. See, that's just bad suicide Deep. hotline. <laughs> yeah. And the third comment that I'll read, which then we'll go back to Ryan, he looks like he has a long review there, is funny movie. I would rate PG-13 or up because some of the bully scenes were pretty frightening. Now, Bartek, I have a negative review here too because oh, you sure. know we always have to include the positives and yeah, negatives. Yeah, being devil's advocate, it's all whole part devil, of being Devil's avocado. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this is a two-star review, and this person, one thing you can't say they didn't have was reactions, <laughs> because their review is called "What amazes me about everyone's reactions." Ooh. You'll be surprised by Ooh. theirs. Are I'm they reviewing you. the reviewers? They're <laughs> reacting to reactions. It's two stars from 2008, and their review goes as such. <clears throat> yes, Owen Wilson is always likeable in these kinds of roles. Yes, it has more than a few funny moments. Yes, it's easy to like the heroes and hate the bad guys. Why does no one find it disturbing? 
because it makes a happy ending. Typical Hollywood wrap-up. Too violent, disturbing, deeply troubling, and criminal harassment and torture. Only people who don't care and don't ever think about why they like what they like and how the filmmakers manipulate would not object here. It is an irresponsible film and really glorifies the problem by making it a fun buddy caper. I hate to sound so uptight, and I don't think I really am. <laughs> Surely not, no. Is he criticizing the concept of storytelling techniques? Hold on. <laughs> I hate to sound uptight, so uptight, and I don't think I really am, but some of the sadistic attacks on these children made me cringe. Can I just say that statement <laughs> is the writer's equivalent of I'm not racist, but... You can't. <laughs> I don't think I am, but... But hold on. But, but hold on there. So, so where was I? I was at the... Oh, no, Malloy. How... Um... Uh, yeah, by making a fun buddy caper. I had sounds so tight and I don't think really am, but some of the sadistic attacks on these kids' children made me cringe and rage as I saw it. Not because it went too far. But because to some degree, (laughs) because to some degree, this sort of thing happens every day, and the system, the school, the parents, the other students stand by just as they do in this film. However, here we have a fantasy about some crazy solution. It would be fun and cute if it weren't such a vile topic. One nobody seems to take seriously. If you have children or no children or care about children in the public school system. This film should not be fun for you. Do not suspend your disbelief. Is rape a fun topic for happy ending buddy comedy? (laughs) Is, Is murder? Is child beating? Is domestic violence? No, really. No one would say yes to any of that. Then, wh- is. then why is a topic that can lead to things like school shootings and suicide not to mention the endless fear, deep emotional damage and daily desperation and unhappiness for of many children's lives so easily translated into a cutesy body film with a happy feel-good ending? That's a question, Martin. Mm. The makers of this film should bear. They wrote it like the animal. Okay. <laughs> Rawr. 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 It's a good bear. Rawr. <laughs> got into, they should rawr at their film. It kind of deflates everything that they to say. <laughs> should bear rawr, rawr. some scrutiny for explaining such an issue, for diminishing it and making light of it. As I started by saying yes... There is fun involved, but those who are so immune to the ugliness portrayed here, the wrong, the real problem that goes as ignored in the real world as it does here, that, this, that's right, that this is enough, should do some thinking when they watch films. This problem, this guy has a problem with just movies in general. <laughs> yeah, and isn't there like heaps of comedy films that have done murder motifs? Yeah. Like, Horrible Bosses alone is the one that pops straight to head. Bartek, shoot us with your comment. In the face. This one is an optimistic one. This movie ruined my expectations of high school, but I love it. Aww. Because I think this person had their own coming of age. Before you get into your thread, I'm going to read one just quick review here. It's a seven star, Malloy. Ooh, it's ooh. called, I Never Wanted It To End. <gasps> Well, but it did end. OMG! I love this movie! Tra la 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 la! It's the perfect comedy for kids slash teens. If there's a day or night you can't seem to find anything to do, 
Usually, and suicide's <laughs> not an option. Shut up. <laughs> Usually, even if it's a movie I like, I still want it to end and get up and stretch, but I never wanted this one to end. The actors in particular that I think did the best job were Josh Peck, David Dorfman, and Owen Wilson. They were great. It never... It should be a 7.2, not a 6.1. Oh boy, this was the early days. <laughs> Can I just say, I love the fact that <laughs> with a seven, a seven is as high as this man believes for not having to get Old up. Old woman, we don't want to judge. True. I didn't think it was going to be great, but it was. You should totally see it. You won't be disappointed. Even though it says crude sexual references throughout, it definitely, definitely is not throughout. And the partial nudity is just a brief shot of drill bits behind. And the bullying is kind of obvious. Shoving into lockers, etc. The drug references is just when the mother repeatedly asks her son, Are you smoking pot? Anybody 10 and up should be able to see this and handle it just fine. It's not as bad as it sounds on the parent's guide. And the parent's guide isn't even really bad. So there you go. The bottom line is, go see it! It's a great flick! MPAA rating, PG-13 for crude sexual references throughout, strong bullying, drug references, and partial nudity. My version of what it should be is PG-13 for some sexual references, <laughs> humorous bullying, drug <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Drug references and partial nudity. Oh, God. I don't know. The fact... <laughs> you know it's an Australian review when, oh, bullying is funny. Oh, that was Humor from America, is... that one. It PG-13. Yeah, but PG-13 exists PG there. We just have PG. Oh, right. Do they... Is it actually... Okay. We yeah, just have G, P, G, M, M, A, R. I thought they had a separate review system. No, they do. I... They have NC-17 or whatever. Yeah. Bartek, they have a bunch of what did things. YouTube have to glorious with today? You've talked this up, so Bartek, I fill us in what's, what's going to happen to us in our ears. There is an initial comment, then there's a response, and that response is... Oh, it's IMDb review level long. Wow. Um, and then there's a response to that review that kind of sums up Everything. So we're going to read the whole thing? Yeah. I am going to read the Is, whole thing. Am I going to do the response? No, no, I'll read the whole thing. Don't okay. worry about it. Malloy the... just wants to have a go. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Tough shit, Malloy. You can read the final response. Okay. <clears throat> the initial comment is, ironically, very short. <laughs> Great film. <laughs> That's the initial comment. <laughs> can you imagine this poor person? <laughs> If, if it's longer than three sentences, that's just an angry man. Oh, <laughs> this poor person just wrote great film, and they're gonna get blasted. In all lowercase, so it's you know very blasted. Yeah, not even angry or directive. Response: I thought it was terrible. Colon, and then he starts a list. One. Why do they only refer to one of the bullies when there are two? Yeah. Two bullies get away with a lot, but not that much. Three, why are those bullies the only ones in this whole school? Four, why did Drillbit and his friends get away with being teachers? Five, if the other body guards... Separate word. <clears throat> if the other body guards thought the reason the kids called them was dumb, why did they even show up? Good question. Good question. I don't know what it's saying. Question six. Why did the main characters just stand there when Filkins threw... Wrong version of through. Yeah. <clears throat> the sword at them. Brackets. They didn't even try to run. It's a samurai sword. It's terrifying. Seventhly. 
Seven, why did Filkins, and in brackets, the only bully they refer to, only get punished by being sent to Hong Kong for fucking underage drinking? He did bullying, in brackets, of course, assault, <laughs> and in brackets, a fuckload of times. Did they mention it was humorous, though? Yeah, Stalking, it's, it's fine. in brackets, when they were trying to run them down with the car, and attempted murder, and in brackets, again with the car and the sword. He should be in trouble for a lot of shit, but God forbid someone drink before they turn 21. Fuck. Eight, why did the two bullies get barely any just desserts? Ronnie, the other bully, didn't even get in trouble. Filkins just got back to Hong Kong for underage drinking, as I mentioned, after getting hit by Drillbit five times. Five <sighs> fucking times. He deserved a beatdown! Nine, Wade's parents were a bunch of cunts. <laughs> His mom married a dick stepdad who didn't even care that Wade didn't like him and his rude children. Also, she was so clueless about the bullying and his stepdad just excused the bullies. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Ten, how can you get away with not only being a fake teacher but having sex with an actual teacher? She was a douche, by the way. <laughs> and like a side note, she and, was a douche. <laughs> and he didn't say eleven, he said bonus. Oh. <laughs> the only characters that were likable in the whole film were Wade, Ryan, and Emmett, the victims. Oh, and Wade, there's no brackets here. Emmett, the victims. Oh, and Wade's love interest, Brooke. Everyone else was douche through sorry everyone else was douche though drill bit kind of made up for it the principal wrong principal and oh and Ryan hold yourself back but in brackets he writes man fuck, fuck that guy as well fuck you <laughs> fuck face that's uh, Stephen Root do you know who he is right. he's my dad the principal man fuck, fuck that guy as well <laughs> he parents of the victims he wrote the correctly later on, but not there. Oh, good. Oh, well, he's learning. He parents of the victims. The back, the background characters and the kid that called Wade a dork and took a mean picture of him at Filkin's party. Man, fuck that guy! This one was in all capitals. <clears throat> so this movie is a train wreck in terms of realism, characterization, and just writing. Could have been so much better. And Malloy, you can read the very last line after the re Oh, exciting. Very bottom. So, could have been so much better. Okay, I'm going to assume the guy is a very quiet individual who just wanted <laughs> to say, so you go... Hello, GTFO. Fuck your opinion. Or fuck the, your opinion. Yo, yo, yeah. fuck your opinion. Well, guys, I've been talking up, I've been talking about weird science... And the weird science is being brought to us from Brazil. Yay! A great comedy. The last work of master old school John Hughes. Nine star review. Ooh. <clears throat> All low caps. This was the last mo- film written by John Hughes. It did not note ten pro... Uh, I did not note ten pro movie because I would give ten for weird science. Home Alone, <laughs> Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I liked much the movie. <laughs> There is not much to say. Shame that Hughes has not directed more and discovered new talents as the two actors in Weird Science, for example, and not working with Matthew Broderick, but he left his mark with Drillbit Taylor. The young actors are good and are super mesh. Though I do not... That is amazing! (laughs) Though I do not like they have much in the beginning and no opinion is very important. Can I just say, whoever comes up with a t-shirt with super mesh on it is going to be a millionaire. (laughs) Short, but they will react during the movie. That's all I can... That's all I can count. 
<laughs> too much sun. People go crazy. <laughs> That's all I can get. And it's sure that comedy that made me laugh, and I am very excited about the genre again today. <laughs> Comedies. And per- I'm excited about the genre again today. And perhaps Nate Hartley up... Okay, sorry. And perhaps Nate Hartley up is a new Anthony Michael Hall, the former actor fetish of Michael Hughes. <laughs> I mean, he did use him in a lot of films, yes, but fetish. <clears throat> and this is the last review. Not so positive. Aww. It's an average five-star review. It called... No good, very bad. Why is it all of these start reviews? I would have mentioned broken English clickbait I've ever heard in my life. Hold on, I'll mention the author and the location after because I want you to feel this. No good, very bad. All low caps for that title. Five stars. Dilbit Snailer is no good. I hate how Adam Sandler is the main actor. Wait, what? I don't know. Hold on, Adam Sandler. He very dumb dumb head, <laughs> and he only and he only did I mention this in 2017? Oh, yeah, and no, he oh, only well. and he only good movie is Pixels. This complete dumb stupid film, no good. Five deflated. Oh god, <laughs> he gives his own rating system. Five deflated 2015 Toyota Prius wheels out of five. <laughs> Owen Wilson is very good actor, even though he no in movie. He's still very good at the ack ack. <laughs> There's no way this isn't done on purpose. Hold There's on. no way. Overall, overall, I still don't understand why Jack let go and the blue people in Avatar didn't have kill streaks. <laughs> this was written by freaking Tootfart from the location. The location is my dad threw me outside and I forgot my location. <laughs> Oh god. What was his name? Tootfart? Frickin' Tootfart. Okay. So, that there, ladies, gentlemen, and others, was us doing Drillbit Taylor and the internet uh. talking about it. Malloy, as always, a pleasure to have you take oh, a break to do a pee during the show. Uh, Bart, I he guess said it was me. <laughs> masturbation, yeah, you're right. It's always good to hear you wank in my bathroom. Um, well, wonderful. you know, I have to part of put a bit of it in me. You guys, thing. as always, have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful, superfluously, I'll stupendous listening people. Not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bartek, I wonder, a wonderment to host such a film with you, of all people. You know, Jewelbit Taylor, when I saw Look, it... I made time to come on this episode. Yeah, when I... Come, he did. And when I saw the movie, I said, Bartek must have seen this already. I, I, saw, I, saw, yeah, I saw the movie. Okay. There you go. So... Morgan, remember to be kind to Bartek. Till next time. Ta-ta. And don't forget, guys, you and us, we are the street. We are the street. We are the dream. And that... Sorry, guys. Those. Not that. Those. Because that implies only one, but though I'm talking Those. Yes. We are the street. Those words... Lay down the foundation. Other beautiful. They are beauty, and their passion, and Sekigahara. Never forget. I believe it was the year 1600. It might have been 1599. Also, when he said the name Kanetsugo, I thought he said Nobunaga, but Nobunaga was already dead by that point, so what was I thinking? Inaccurate. <laughs> I actually had to Until pause next the time. film, look at the script, and it said
Uncharted 2, not Nobu and I'm such and an Bartek idiot. Always had a copy. He died like 18 years before Sakura. And Bartek had a physical copy of the script from Owen Wilson's dressing room available because Bartek needed to see in the script, we are the street, we are the dream. You guys, welcome to the street. Lay down that road. Except you, Nobunaga. Boo. You're dead, you died like 15 years.